The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Hey, there's something awfully spooky going on around here. But the days grow short When you reach September Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah! yeah. Holy smokes! Here is Tony Moon! Beautiful, man. Stay for just a while Well, only a little while left in September. Stay and let me look at you it's the last damn weekend of September it's been so already. Long, I hardly knew you. Do you understand what I'm talking about tonight? Standing in the door. Get out of the door. Get out of the bushes. Stay with me a while. I only want to talk to you. We traveled halfway around the world to find ourselves again. Did someone to tell you that? Uh, hell no, she didn't September tell me anything. <laughs> Hello there, kids. Welcome. It is the Tony Bruno Show Live, where tonight our drink of choice on our Wine Wednesday is either, <laughs> is either promethazine with codeine or it's a bottle. It's right here, bro. Give me the damn bottle. What are you doing taking the damn bottle I'm with my baby? Pour. The pour starts here. I'm doing it online. Now, we can go with a little scissor, some purple drink. I want some purple drink. No, I will not give up my promethazine with codeine. codeine or my Michael David, Red Zinfandel. Sipping it's on a, some is scissors. It's the coding part that you're happy about. Now, if uh, Lil Wayne was in the house. Lil Wayne or, of course, the former Oakland Raider great. Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell. The great here. Jamarcus Russell. I'd be pouring this whole one out for him, as a matter of fact. It'd be styrofoam cups and Jolly Ranchers all around, bro. We're getting underway. Welcome to Wine Wednesday in the Michael David Wine Cellar, which is about 800 degrees, thanks to Miss Robin for some reason, on one of the most humid <laughs> oh, for days, in, it feels like the Mekong Delta in here tonight. <laughs> for those of you who don't go back to the Vietnam and Cambodia days. If this were the meat locker, it'd be spoiled right now. You're damn right. You couldn't even hang 
short prosciutto in here without it going bad. Yeah, and, all, and all your relatives just left. The Italians left, so they're all gone. You couldn't even hang bacala, which, of course, is salted <laughs> codfish, which a lot of people hang in their basements to stay dry. You couldn't hang that in this basement tonight. You know you couldn't hang in this basement? You couldn't even hang Imudan in this basement. <laughs> you couldn't even hang your you underwear. You couldn't hang Marvin Lewis's playoff record in this basement tonight. There ain't enough L's to go around, Tony. Damn right. So we're going to start off with our official first pour of the night. You got yours? To get this podcast started quickly. The Michael David Earthquake Zinn, the chosen. What do we call this? This is our table wine. Yeah, it's You know, a lot wine. of people go with the cheap stuff for table wine. They get the gallon of Dago Red, as we used to call it back before. The Lambrusco. The Lambrusco. <laughs> the Gallo. The Verdi. 55-gallon jug of Elmo P.O. Elmo P.O. <laughs> you, know, you just name your 55-gallon jug variety. Why? And that, you know, they're okay if you're drinking that. Your, my, that's what my dad used. My dad used to drink Gallo when I was a kid. Sure, everybody drank they, Gallo. They, they had, they, they, there weren't wine stores here. People weren't buying Earthquake Zinfandel and buying, you know. In fact, uh, Mr. Mondavi himself wasn't even in, in Napa Valley back in the day. He didn't move to Napa, making that a great wine region until like the 70s. Well, the Gallo, like I said, it was, it was the table wine. It was a company came over. You put exactly. the Gallo out. Exactly. the jug. It was a gallon, not a jug. A you gallon. do that down south when you're doing No, moonshine. they had the jugs with the little, the little ear on it. I remember the, the big Michael, the, the, the gallo jugs. Yeah, they still have those, but, but they would call it a gallon. Call it a gallon. Call, let's bring out a gallon of gallo. That's it. You know, a jug is... I don't know. Well, it could be a lot of things. Jugs are more, you know, when you're thinking about moonshine. Yeah. They make it with a still. They pour it into jugs. You're right. It doesn't relate to anything down south more often. You'd exactly. Use it. You get a jug it's of good this. good jug knowledge. We talked about jugs last week, but they were the different variety. Yeah, the sweater puppies. Exactly. In the meantime, let's make our first pour to get this part. It's almost like the blessing. It's almost like the national anthem. So in lieu of the national anthem where you won't know whether to sit, stand, kneel, stand on your head, stand on your ass, do whatever you need to do, we're going to do what we do to honor the great wine growers at Michael and David Winery in Lodi, California. We pour one out for Rick Pitino. For Rick Pitino <laughs> and college basketball as we once knew it. For those of us who knew that college basketball has been crooked for 20, 30, 40 years, all of you who have been enlightened to realize that college sports is certainly different than pro sports because at least in pro sports, we already know all the principles involved are crooked. But yet some people think there's still purity in college athletics with student athletes, you know, getting cars and homes and demanding to be paid when they're afforded a free education at institutions that they would never go to if not for athletics, with all due respect. I'm not saying not all people go to college no, for we, athletics. You, you can be real about this because a, 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 there's, a, there's a, a strong, well, a very big percentage of these college student athletes who would not have any chance of getting into these schools or a higher learning exactly. if it wasn't so for their ability. Exactly. It's like, look, you're using me, and I'm using exactly. you. Exactly. That's it. That's man. what it is. And let's be honest. A lot of the guys who are going to be pros and know it before they ever step foot in a college campus, they don't even go to class a lot of well, here's them. The one they thing don't that, have to. Here's the one thing that gets lost in this whole thing. Do this while I'm pulling. Uh, no, no. I got story where there's blood everywhere i just i not only spilled wine i spilled it on my shirt my khakis my thighs and the floor all at the same time wow that's an embarrassment okay there's a napkin behind you uh, it's a good thing i brought napkins for so, some reason robin doesn't like napkins for dinner or any other uh, activity who 
Who brought him napkins? I did. And he you used brought me them one them. napkin. You want, you want to try to pour mine, or should we let... Let me try again. Let me pour some. I That's the Codeine speaking That's right the there, code. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Tony had a shot of the Prometheus... What is that? Prometheus bound over Prometheus. there? Prometheus. <laughs> let me try again. Take right. two. Take on two. the wine pour. Promethazine. That's what I said. <laughs> Promethazine. You can't even read there while is. you're there on Codeine. That's a little oh. better. There's the first pour. Let me get a little swirl of this baby right now. I can smell it opening up. Yeah, you get it oh, opening yeah. up. Absolutely. Just like my sinuses. <laughs> Just like the lungers that are starting to open up from my Will chest. You drink it so I can have some too, Dan. Wait a second, Dan. Let me give the first taste. Let me swirl it. Let me get a little smell. Now let me get the first taste. Luigi? Oh, man. He's really dragging this out and torturing us, isn't and, he? Yeah, he is. The one thing I was saying about these, these college oh. athletes is a lot of people go out there and they make a claim for... Well, if they don't go pro, they don't have anything. You, 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 you fail to acknowledge the fact that they're receiving a top-flight education, which just because only a small – and only a small percentage of these athletes go pro anyway. You can take that time to actually go to class and earn a college degree to become something else other than an athlete after school. But you do realize that, And I'm right? not going to make this about them tonight. But it's it is the truth, though, right? But that, yeah, but that's, that's not the bigger problem. The bigger problem is the coaches – and all of these oh, administrators yeah. and all of these schools who take hundreds of millions of dollars from shoe companies and then coaches making Rick Pitino, for example, the biggest name out there, $77 million contract. $77 million. You know how much? You know how much Rick Pitino makes a year at Louisville before he was placed on administrative leave today? $11 million a $7.7 million a year it was a to coach contract? basketball. Yes. And again, they gave it to him. What's he going to do? Say, no, I'd rather go in the back room with some cool mod and feel her up at an Italian restaurant? I'll do that on my own time. Exactly. Calamari for the table. Calamari for the table, cool mods for the room. Okay. Calamari for the room. Calamari for the table, cool mods in the back room. That's how I roll. In fact, I posted a Rick uh, Rick Pitino poll today. What will Rick Pitino do next? And you can go to my Twitter feed, at Tony Bruno Show, because I like polls, because they're scientific. Yes. And every poll taken, whether it's a political poll, a stripper poll, uh, a La poll, <laughs> you're always going to have people saying, this poll matters, because 57%. So the poll was, there were four choices today. How many choices on my poll? Four! Exactly. They were ESPN Insider. Okay. Because regardless of whether the guy's corrupt or not, the guy knows basketball, and he's good on television. Absolutely. And he looks good. You know, he dresses well. He's an Italian guy who's had a lot of work done, and he looks nice. Got good hair. All the things I wish I had. He's like a Luigi, a younger version of Luigi. Yeah, he's, younger, he's a younger version of me? No, no. He's you, 35 years no, my the young. He's like a younger version of Luigi. Okay. Good hair. You know, crooked as they come. <laughs> a dark bag, but everybody <laughs> thinks he's cool. He's got Ziad, right. Dizanorad, all the things that my mom would say. When I was a kid and I was broken, she thought I would never become anything. Right. But Patino is slick. He is. You know, in Kentucky. I mean, he's a great coach. He is a no great matter coach. what he does, the guy knows basketball and he's a great coach. But, you know, when, I, when my buddy Dick Vitale comes out and says this is a tragedy, it's not a tragedy. It's a tragedy. This is a self inflicted, finally they caught you by the short hairs tragedy. It ain't a tragedy when you cheat and lie and scam and get caught. That's not a tragedy. A tragedy is when a, when a hurricane wipes out your entire island and takes out power and takes lives. Is it a, is That's it a, a tragedy. Is, is it a tragedy because of the fact that this has been going on, like you said, for decades? Quite possibly this the beginning of college basketball, but it just so happens that it wasn't just some small-level guy 
who was named, who was caught with his hand, with his hand, you know, basically with his hands in, in the bag. It was Rick Pitino. It's not just Rick. Rick Pitino is the biggest name that's taken the fall here. And so is his athletic director, who, by the way, I found out today, the athletic director who was also put in on administrative leave, his daughter works for Adidas as the brand model. No. Yes. Oh. And Adidas, of course, wow. happens to be able now to... the plot thickens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not more than a couple of pairs of shoes that are worth $10 at most being sold for $100, being made on third world nation sweatshops yep. off the backs of people who make 50 cents a week to build this crap while they're giving schools hundreds of millions of dollars every year. That's the one thing that, that's why I will never buy a pair of any sneakers for more than $12. <laughs> I will not. 12. And that's why your wow. feet hurt on a constant. No, they don't. I don't buy any sneakers. Oh, that's right. I, I'm wearing flip-flops and I wear comfortable shoes. Well, what kind of comfortable my shoes dear, are you for $12? My dear Tony Bruno, um, the one of your favorite pair of shoes I bought for you, and they were more than $12. They were like 50 bucks, but they were Skechers, and I needed them because my other... I, I wear shoes until they wear out. I don't have 50 pairs of shoes. I, I do, don't, too. I'm not like Luigi and all of these other... What the hell are you talking I have three young, pairs of shoes. Young sneak. punks uh, who go out and are no. online Robert, trying to how buy how the next... Wearing these they're, shoes? Standing in line at, they're standing in line to buy the next pair of Jordans for $300. First, well, they don't have a pot to piss in, but they can go out and buy Air Jordans every time Michael Jordan farts. They're like people who go buy iPhones. Every time Apple drops a phone, they can charge 10 grand for a phone. And people are standing in line like mindless, idiotic sheep to buy a goddamn phone that doesn't do anything different than the other shit phone that they've had for a year. First of all, first of all, check yourself, Holmes, because I got one pair, one pair of gym sneaks, I got a pair of black, black shoes and brown shoes to go out in, and I got a, a, a sensible just like evening wear kind of boater kind of shoe. Then how come that and last pair of shoes that you wore when you came down here that you flipped out that you may have gotten a piece of dust That was on. these because they were brand freaking new at the time, pal. Get some, some facts sneakers. I don't and they were five hours, Holmes. I got them. I got them on a discount bin, and I, and I caught a deal because they were there for a while, and they ended up only being five excuse bucks. Excuse me. Excuse me. Scusa. Neither one Scusa. of you. Scusa. I got you. Scusa. 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 Marco Polo. Okay. Oh, I thought the, I, I thought this Iron Chef original. Just there. <laughs> if any one of you, I, anybody out there, was following me yesterday when I went to the Museum of Art, can I have the you. bottle now, please? Thank you, Luigi. You're welcome. I'm sorry. My, I'm make you I had no, a major I don't want to Cinderella moment. I had another pair of shoes that I had to request a fantastic staff <laughs> member to put freaking tape on because they fell apart. Who helped you out? Uh, I don't remember oh, who their name like? was. Um, well, there were several people. They were in an alcove. Get this. So I'm walking down the main stairs in inside, not outside, and suddenly my heel just starts to come off of my shoe. And as I'm walking down, I go, hey, Hark, what do I hear? I hear tape being ripped. I recognize the, t the sound of tape, you know, the big rolls of tape. And I went over and I said, Kimberly, and she goes, Mom, how do you know that? I'm like, trust me, I've been around tape often enough recently to know what it sounds like. And you sure enough... You yourself retarded. Exactly. <laughs> I did. That's what happened. And so they, they gave me some tape. I taped up my shoe and I went on for another hour and a half and then they called it quick. What does this have to do with... We started off with Adidas greasing uh, all these schools. Because then you started breaking my bones, my, my balls about having 12 pairs of sneakers only on no. four. Well, that was my then, rant on Steve. I don't want to make multiple rants in one well, rant. thank you. Can we move on to the next thing, please? So I got the latest collegiate apparel deals, too, thanks to Darren Ravel at ESPN, who does a great job with this business stuff. All right? Go ahead, Tony. We have tons of calls, by the way. I know. We're going to no, go no, to the okay, Tony. Go ahead. Go and you know who else is going to join us on the show? The man responsible for the single greatest 
event that happened in, si, in, in the National Football League last weekend. No, not the, your fantasy team winning or Zeke Elliott breaking through or the Cowboys it's about winning damn a time game. <laughs> the biggest moment in Philadelphia and national sports history occurred, and the man who was a part of it will Wait, join so us. Wait, so Ron Jaworski and the Philadelphia Soul will be coming down here on Broad Street? Uh, no, no, that uh, parade. And the Phillies uh, not losing 100 games will not be the main story, although we will have a parade next week. It's a huge celebration. Once the season ends, yes. Hey, Tony, I just want to make sure that this was not yours. This one is mine, right? And this one's mine, too? Because you're sicky, and I don't want to get I'm not sick. It. I'm over it. Okay. If you haven't gotten sick by now, Robin, you ain't going to get sick by me. So anyway, back to the college thing, and we'll get to the phones at 717-363-TONY, 717-363-8669. This is from Darren Bell, apparel deals for the big colleges. UCRA, $280 million they get from Under Armour for 15 years. $280 million for 15 years for UCRA. Ohio State, $252 million bestowed upon that, higher, that institute of higher education. Texas, $250 million. Nike, by the way. Nike gives Ohio State, $252. Texas, $250. Michigan, $173.8 million. That's just Nike. Adidas, Kansas, $191 million. Louisville, $160 million. That's right. That's crazy. And while they're giving out that money so that corrupt coaches and corrupt athletic directors and corrupt school administrators can find ways to batten their wallets and sign themselves to $7 million contracts because to they're coach stinking ba basketball games, you're paying $200 for a pair of shoes from these companies that cost $10, if not less, to make in some sweatshop in a third-world hellhole. It's pretty easy to... So, congratulations for all of you complicit in this. All of you. And that's why I don't support college athletics. I do not support college sports. Because watching college sports, to me, is like going to a company, and instead of going into the CEO's office and watching and learning from him... I go and watch an intern. That's what college sports is versus professional sports. I'm going to watch a bunch of kids who are there for one reason, and it's not to learn, is to try to get to earn to the next level, and as opposed to going to the NFL. Right. When you go to a company, do you want to go see what the intern's doing in the mailroom, or do you want to see what the higher-ups are doing to get themselves to the higher-up? They ain't doing that by, by putting mail in slots. They're doing that by doing crap that matters. I want to go to the suits, not the roots. Damn you know right. I mean? That's, that's, a, that's a good t-shirt. You like that? Yeah. You like that? Suits not, not the original roots with Kuta Kincaid, Kincaid, though. No, no, no. Or, or, the, or the roots of Philadelphia with, uh, you know, who will be appearing live on the parkway for the next 65 years. Thank you. At every Made in America tour. By the way, Josh Innes with a shout-out tonight listening in. Really? Houston. Yes. What up, Josh? Says, Mr. TV show sounds outstanding. Thank you, Josh. Josh listening in Houston where they're going through all that stuff and things are getting back slowly it's to normal. It's about time it's starting to get together. Yeah, right? yeah they had a disaster. So my, you know, it's Florida, the coast, and now, of course, Puerto Rico and our friends down there and the AIDS arriving. And, you know, and a lot of people are doing all they can to get these people help. And unfortunately for Puerto Rico, of all of these places, the fact that their entire power grid has been knocked out makes it even more difficult. So I was watching video and some photographs, and I don't think there was one single part of that island that wasn't affected. No, the, they have no I mean, power. The only no places that have electricity are those with generators. Uh, well, the one place, well, they, they just sent a couple of those, uh, I forget what they're called, but they're, they're, those huge aircrafts 
the C-130s, all the different what do they cargo call it? With, planes. With yeah. All full of generators and just clean drinking water because that's yeah. that's the problem. They don't have clean drinking water. They don't. They're running out of food. They're on an island, and the, you know they it's have just nothing. Been, they it's have everything nothing. has been destroyed. But the good thing is that they are. The water is arriving. Yes, the, the foods are arrived. The uh, you know individual like uh, the the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, sent his own private jet for for one of his players, the JJ Barrea. Barrea. Yeah. To go down to visit his family and take food down That's there. That's fantastic. A lot, you know, yeah. so people who have the means to do this privately are doing it. And then the government and FEMA and all these other agencies and the Red Cross, there, there's always instant reaction to this. But people get upset when they don't see the second the storm ends that people... Everything's are, back together already. There's infrastructure. There's problems. There's flooding. It it's time, impossible Tony. to get there. It takes time. Exactly. And so if you're patient and, and the people are down there trying their best volunteers, many of them. And then the government, which always gets ripped, you know, I rip the government more than anybody. But the government takes time to get paperwork and stuff done. But in the meantime, the military was sent there immediately. But I have to say, the most amazing thing to, the, to me is the, the people that are coming together and working together. And there's a lot less uh, ugly stuff happening at least what I've been able to see in, in Houston and in Florida and in Puerto Rico, they're, they're, people are coming together. Absolutely. We always do as a country. There's yeah. no more benevolent country on earth. No matter, obviously, if it happens in our own area, we're first. If it happens in the British Virgin Islands or the U.S. Virgin Islands right. or anywhere, or and, Haiti or Cuba. And Puerto Rico technically being a, a, well, of course a, it's being a U.S. territory. Exactly. Right. You don't think we're going to help Puerto Rico? We're on the way. I mean, we're, we're, we're coming. Exactly. So this nonsense that we're not helping our own fellow Americans is nonsense. Well, it's not exactly like it's right around the corner. We have to get there, and like you well, said, it is right around. It's closer than uh, than all the the islands in the in the in the what I'm saying. Islands. What I'm saying is not like they're going from Washington to Texas. Is what no, I'm but the bottom line is, people are always look for reasons to criticize others because they sit at home and they're mad that the president's tweeting about the stupid NFL and think that nope, nothing else is going on because the president, for some reason, loves to be on Twitter and say stupid shit all the time. That means he did, that there's nobody else working in the White House or anywhere else in government who's doing anything because they're too busy watching the president tweet yeah, bullshit on... And, and, uh, on and, and you know what they're doing? They're too busy watching what other people's tweeting exactly. about the president. So here's my message to those people. Ready? Get a life. The people, Get a freaking life. The same dude. people who are complaining about how much Trump tweets about sports or the NFL are the same people who are spending 90% of their time talking about this thing and not about Puerto Rico. The media spends more time talking about the NFL protest than they do about Puerto Rico. And then you're blaming Washington? It's ridiculous. No, you're right. It's like blaming a head coach for not knowing everything that his players do. That's why he has assistant coaches. That's why they have doctors. That's why they have training staff. That's why they have fall guys. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself a fall guy. You know who else just joined? Boy, you're having – this is like the night of, of old – A thousand uh, shot stars? Stars, yeah. Jason Martinez is on too. Jason Martinez? Yeah. Did we do a hockey segment tonight? <laughs> How about that Sam Marin? Boy can fight, man. Boy can throw hands. But we want to thank everybody that is joining us on Facebook Live, on Twitter, <laughs> on any of our other social media that you are on. Um, if you want to call in, our phone number is 717-363-8669. Please dial in. We do have a couple of phone calls on hold. And if you get a busy signal, we will get to you as soon as possible. Don't hang up. We'll have a Steven Seagal update tonight. Um, I know we always have a lot of stuff going on. It's 15 years we've had Steven Seagal update. <laughs> Not since uh, Under Siege 2, I believe. 
have we talked about Steven Seagal on this yeah. show? Well, was it hard to kill two? I, I, it was a, I will give you unbelievable stats about Steven Seagal on this show. When you told me the numbers you will not upstairs, get anywhere, I promise you. I've done a lot of research. I, I got to get my fact checkers to check what the numbers you gave me. I, believe, I don't believe. I, I still believe, believe Snopes is listening to the show tonight so that they can get their facts straight on Steven, Steven Seagal. Not only do I give you Steven Seagal verified facts, I will give you a personal Steven Seagal tidbit. Tidbit. Personal Behind knowledge. the scenes? Yes. Behind the scenes. My scene. personal contact with Be- Steven Seagal. One on behind one. the skullet. Behind the skullet. Behind the, the, behind the Grecian formula. I like it. Behind the just for men. He has decided to keep using it. I have decided to stop. Now, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. His beard because gets I know. It gets whiter. It makes no sense. It makes no sense, man. Tony, it I know. No sense. I know where you met him. Was this before hair or after hair? No, I will tell you. In fact, I, want to get, I should get Tom Arnold on because Tom Arnold and I were there Did on the call? best damn sports show. Yeah, give Tom a call, too. I want to, I'll call Because Tom and I were both sitting there. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell the story later. Because we got to get to Ricky Ricardo. We got phone calls to get to too, but we at, got phone at, calls during the break, Tony. Well, I'll call. I'll call Tom, and we'll see if we can get. Yeah, him call, call Tom. Okay. Why don't we go to one phone call? Okay, let's go to a phone call. Okay. I'll try to get my buddy Tom Arnold on the phone and see if he remembers the great Steven Seagal story. Because people love personal. You know, we all saw the pictures of Seagal today. You know, sitting there ripping the NFL players. It's his opinion. Do you know that Steven Seagal has a U.S. citizenship, a Russian citizenship, and a Croat and a Serbian? He has citizenship in three countries. Yeah, the Ukraine, right? And he's a buddy of Vladimir Putin. And he has a crib over there. Some people have cribs in, you know, like in, the, you know, right. in Monte Carlo or like Clooney goes into right. the Amalfi Coast or Cinque Terre and all these other shishi places. Right. Seagal. He's pimping with Putin. He's man. pimping with Putin is right. <laughs> that's awesome. It is. But the, the picture that was shown today. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great, man. In fact, when South Park did a bit on Steven Seagal, they did a cartoon. It is an absolutely dead solid know, perfect. It looks exactly It right. looks just like the real Steve. Because most of the time when they do cartoon caricatures of people, they look s- slightly like them. They nailed Seagal dead on. That's why South Park's well, the greatest I, show I on think television. I a new movie coming out this, this fall, Dead On. <laughs> dead <laughs> on. <laughs> Luigi Curto, man, he's on. Ever since he gave the... Ever since he gave the speech at his buddy's wedding and over buddy's the weekend, the first man, fire, best bro. man speech, he's on fire. I'm on fire. You are. Thank you, brother. Let's go to these <sighs> damn phones. It's hot down here, bro. It is, man. Tony, again, now we have no call screener, so I'm just going to shout the first three digits of the, uh, the area code. and then... come this show with an unbelievable budget? The still doesn't have a phone screener. <laughs> it's an hour Can we find some intern who wants to work for nothing and eventually move up to CEO of some, for some reason, a Fortune 500 company? For some reason, I'm not, I'm not able to put anybody live here. Then why are you telling me to go to the phones? Because they're here, and Block Talk is not allowing me to Wait, put Wait, man, I hate to do it to you no, already. Don't you no, dare. no, no, it's not, uh, not I mean, I It's not me. It's Tony. For, I'm dead serious. I can't put anybody live. Really? I, can, I cannot put anybody live. How do you know that? Because I'm literally trying to put them live right now. You know now. what? Hang on a second. Let me log on to Blog Talk, and then maybe I can push the button. Wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. Do. I can do the ghost button. Dude, it's not my fault. By the way, do you know how much Rick Pitino would be paid every day until the year 2026 if they fire him and have to pay him? Well, I don't have a bullet handy to put in my brain, but go ahead. Tell me. He will make. Now, remember, he has not been fired. He's been placed on administrative leave, which means that's the legal procedure. Because if they had fired him today, they, in fact, would then have to pay him his contract. But you have to give an employee 10 days' notice 
if you're going to fire him for just cause. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to find out just cause. So in the meantime, Rick Pitino will earn $37,704, I'm sorry, $37,704 a day until the year 2026 if they have to honor the terms of his contract. $37,704 per day. Not even Publishers Clearinghouse can make you that kind of an offer. Not even, not even Michael Anthony, the former millionaire who used to go to people's homes and write them checks for a million dollars back when a million dollars was a lot of money. What would you do with $37,704 a day? Every day until 2026 with that money. That's in the same town every day. <laughs> and that's not fair. Even, even Wilt Chamberlain couldn't maintain that no, I, I, if I, he I, were still with us today. <laughs> Can we try this? We're going to try this. All right, let's go back to the damn phone. So we're going to try uh, so line three? No, we're going to try line one. Line one. Okay, let's see what we do. Let's just go to the damn phones. People don't know who's on line three, line it's not, four. That's no, not, that's just, it's, I'm, it's between him and I, oh, okay. where we have to coordinate. No. 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 yeah, didn't do it. Okay, so I'm going to... Okay, we apologize for those that are listening. How about um, for those that aren't listening? You want to apologize for them, too? No, but, 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 but the people that are on hold, um, <laughs> why don't you, Luigi? I'm end it and yeah, we're going to have to... Ridiculous. By the way, I will have the, my dope of the week. I haven't been doing a dope of the week for a while. But I have a dope of the week, and you're going to love this one, Luigi. What do you got? We'll have a personal story about Steven Seagal that you're not getting anywhere else. And also, I will have a Doug, the DPDS story of the week. That is the Doug Peterson derangement syndrome that is running rampant here in the city of Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a national phenomenon yet, not like Trump derangement syndrome. This is Doug Peterson derangement syndrome that is going on. And it's at a fever pitch. Thanks to the media, sports talk radio, podcasters, all ships at sea, and people listening to podcasts like this one. So we'll have that one for you. And I just have one simple question before we continue. Because I keep hearing this every time I go on Twitter, see it everywhere. If it's not about the anthem, because all I keep hearing, it's not about the anthem, right? That's all I hear. It's not about the anthem. If it's not about the anthem then why are you protesting during the anthem? I'm no Mensa member. I don't have a PhD. I don't have uh, even an honorary degree from my alma mater, Temporal University. I have nothing. I don't even have a University of Phoenix online. I don't even go to Southern New Hampshire University has never driven up to my house with that beautiful bus and presented me with a trophy. I didn't go to Penco Tech. Aircotech or any other trade school. But I know one thing. The answer to this question makes no sense. It is about the anthem. Because if it ain't about the anthem, why would you protest during the anthem? And no one, no one will have the answer to that question. No one anywhere, regardless of what you know, think you know, or your personal opinion. That's the facts, Jack, as someone once said. I don't remember who said that. I think it was Bill Murray, right, in the movie uh, Stripes. Isn't that where he said it? I don't know. Uh, it? I don't know. It is. That's the fact, Jack! 
We have Thank a Jack you. here who is confirming that. that Jack, is that where it came from? I think it's Jack right now. These damn phone lines for some reason. I can't. I can't get this. I'm trying to get this thing fixed, Tony. I'm sorry. Well, man. why are you guys telling me to go to the phones? Because the, the phones, phones were lit up. Everything was fine. All the we were doing something pre-show. I don't know. Something with Blog Talk was funny. That that they that they're they suddenly wouldn't allow us to bring it live. By the way, <laughs> I got a great time. Marvin Smitty Smith. My buddy Marvin Smitty Smith. As well, so he is online. I love Marvin. When are you coming have... back to Philly? Get Marvin call in, man. Oh, that's right. We can't get him on the phone. Well, we will be able to in just a few a few <laughs> minutes. We'll tell you when the phones are live again. But um, there are so many people tonight's like like uh, this is your life, Tony. There's all these people from previous shows. <laughs> Everybody's tuning in. It's an outrage. All right, we will be able, we'll be able to hear from uh, Ricky Ricardo, though, right? That's a fact. Yeah, that's, not a problem. that's no problem. Tony. Okay, I have that ready to roll. Now, what about Actually, if I want to get Tom Arnold on the phone to tell my great I, I uh, Steven Seagal story? Well, I got to call Tom personally, but I have to try to figure this out before we can do any of that, Tony. Okay, but what about uh, if I want to get Marvin Smitty Smith, the great drummer, former Tonight Show drummer back in the day? We need to fix the phone calls before we can actually take any more phone calls, Tony. Okay, I understand that. By the way, Tom Quinn says you guys should do what a remote at, at the Republican understand. in South Philly. There's a Republican in South Philly? Yeah. Oh, no. Who knew? <laughs> that might be the best line of the night right there. <laughs> Open out your window. And just I'll tell you what. Outside. If there is a Republican in South Philly, he's in hiding somewhere, okay? I can assure you he's hiding in his trunk somewhere, and he's not telling anybody about it. All right, let me read some of the uh, great quotes. A lot of people checking in on Facebook Live, and we thank you for that. Of course, the show, we do it live every Wednesday night. Without Bill O'Reilly, by the way. We do it live right here. and uh, okay. We'll do it live. Yeah, thank you. And Facebook Live, blow it up. People can comment. I don't see any of the little hearts and stuff that go on there, though. Nobody's loving the show, Tony. They're just liking it right now. Okay. We gotta it's like, some, we gotta it's like when you go to ice cream. You go to Cold Stone Creamery. Uh -huh. You know, they have the I like it and then the I love it sizes. I never you know how they have different size, small, medium, grande, you know, the double, whatever sizes you want to have. The one scoop, the two scoops. At Cold Stone Creamery, not to be confused with Stone Cold Creamery. Or Stone Cold Steve Austin. Or Stone Cold Lead Pipe Blocks, which I was under, off to a 2-0 start, giving out the, in, the Indianapolis Colts outright. And you know who else I took outright? Oh. The two great picks of the weekend for me. The Saints to go in and win their game outright when everybody counted them out. And the Indianapolis Colts at home as underdogs to the Cleveland Browns? Now, that was a close game. Well, I was up a little bit of coin from the previous week. I took I said, was 4-0. Oh, I first took said coin yeah. and put it on those Indianapolis Colts. Absolutely. And we doubled that some bitch up. And Absolutely. the Saints were good. And I had the Eagles minus six, and they were up 14-0. The Carolina Panthers are and a, a terrible football team. Man. They're not a terrible football They're team, terrible but they got football. issues. And for all those people who counted out the Saints at 0-2, they forgot that Drew Brees was not the reason they were 0-2. Their defense was the reason they were 0-2. And you saw Drew Brees doing what he does best. So we'll have some picks. And, of course, I gave you the, uh, the, the great pick last week with the Niners getting two and a half points on Thursday Night Football. I owe football. you $2. You, some, you got in just under the wire, Tony. But I Everybody was ripping me when I took the Niners plus two and a half on that Thursday yeah. night game, and they were getting their yeah. doors blown off. And you off. went to bed with an L and woke up with a W. So yeah, that's, that's the best way to wake up. I picked up Bob Eats, so we're even. All right? There's only two good ways to wake up. With a W... <laughs> and with a Woody. <laughs> well, as long okay. as somebody can be there to take care of the Woody for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say that if you're alone and you wake up a Woody, it's 
Not great. How do you think these scratches got here all over my arms? <laughs> <laughs> you think I woke up like this? <laughs> all right. I would have rather stay home than come to this podcast. You know what? Let's bring in uh, Ricky Ricardo because I w- I've mentioned this early in the show. A lot of people have heard this already. We can't. We can't do. I this. can't. I can. But the problem. Can't. I have to call into block talk. Recall in the block talk. So as soon, oh, as, okay. I, as, soon as I get the phone lines, back so up then let me seconds. know what I can do. Then okay. Just you just, just want me to do a tap dance here? No. no, he just can't do things simultaneously. So just give him. Just you mean a he's second. like Trump? If he's tweeting about one thing, he can't do yes, something else. Correct. His Luigi, com- you and Luigi are the only two people I know that can do fifteen things yeah, at once. Yeah, but his computer cannot. Well, I his thought exactly. his computer was good. <laughs> he, no, Sorry. his computer is a piece of. You already threw out my beautiful, perfectly good seven-year-old Sony Bio, the beautiful red one that it I've been was using. Ten years old. Since Circuit City went out of business, yeah. and I bought that, and they're going out of business. It died. Of shit, it died. That computer is still good to this day. If you bastards hadn't dropped it and ruined it, the only thing I think is good nothing for right was now dropped. Is that thing was dead when you bought it. No, it wasn't. That thing has served me well all over the yeah, world. I've it, taken that thing all over the world. It surfed porn for many, many years, Tony, and it, was, it, it died a valiant death. All right, since we can't play that, can we play the song that I requested so I can do this update? No, Tony, I cannot do that either. So we can't play anything, then? I can't play anything through this computer until I'm going into the show, okay? I'm doing it right now, Tony. Would you like it. me to do, a, do my update? Oh, no, actually, even better. Give me one I need second. To, me I one need second. to do a shout-out. Let's do a shout-out. Right I now. need to do a shout-out because we got a fantastic email need to go in a second. from um, a Daniel Fowler... And normally, as you know, we don't do shout-outs. Uh, Ricky no, Fowler. We're not allowed no, to. No, no, no. We we're not allowed to do shout-outs. But this was a really fantastic email, and it's for a great cause, and this is why I'm doing it. So it says, hello, Miss Robin, Tony, and Luigi. It's been a long time. I've been a long-time fan of Tony for <laughs> years. Since I first heard him on his overnight shows on the West Coast, and as he bounced around from station to station, the Tony Bruno Show podcast gets me through every morning at work. I've been going through old podcasts, which brings me to my reason for emailing. I was listening. By the way, I never worked overnight in radio except for first Those are good, bro. When he was here on the East Coast and we were on the West Coast doing the end of the night show. Our shows are on 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's hardly overnight. Okay, well, but it's late. (laughs) It's late into the night. It's deep into the night, but it's it's still prime time. Well, it's just out of prime time going. Going into uh, late night. Late night. Right. Not overnight. So he was listening to the June 22nd podcast, Summer Solstice, and towards the end, all of us mentioned um, that we were talking about Down syndrome and autism, right. and he was hoping, so he, he says, I was hoping I could get a good luck shout out on the episode this Wednesday. I spent some time around Special Olympics, and it was a life-changing experience on the way you guys talked about the different diagnoses in the shows, shows that you have a tremendous appreciation for the environment. Miss Robin, your experience with coaching when you were younger were like words right out of my mouth. I put together a team to pull a 737 in a competition out of Newark Airport, and the event is this coming Saturday. So that's a couple days from now. My fundraising team has already raised over $2,000 and still counting. I will be watching the live feed on Facebook so I can immediately reach out if you guys find a place to squeeze it in. Wow, so wait, they're going to actually physically pull a 737, 737. airport? Yep, and it's a for a, a, a 737. There'll be there's one guy with a rope in his teeth and pulling it like those uh, World's Strongest Man competition. The, 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 I'm the, actually... The yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not completely sure, but I am sort of envisioning... Is he Bulgarian by any chance? Because <laughs> he's got a guy Bulgarian. Yeah. Hungarian, at least. Bulgarian. Yeah. I'm sort of envisioning that, that there is going to be a competition. <laughs> Names like Matthias. And there's different teams to pull the 737, and maybe they're like, it's sort of a fundraising event. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's great. 
And you know, I got a couple of people on Twitter at? yesterday. Where are they pulling? I want to point something out Newark, there about from Newark Charity. Airport. I like. Can I, can I join? Can I go up and do it? The problem is you just can't get to Newark Airport. You know, that's, that's that the is problem. the problem. That is the problem. You can't the get thing to will it. be delayed a half an hour <laughs> exactly. because of ground fog or something. Oh, Keith Paradise <laughs> on Keith Paradise says that Sirius used to yeah, rebroadcast the show from one to four a.m. Okay. So we were over. It's not an insult. I worked. I worked overnight from from midnight to eight a.m. for the first seven years of my career. So there's nothing wrong with working your way up. I want to go. I want to help pull this damn seven thirty-seven, man. How cool yeah. is that, though? I want to go up there and do it. If I oh, did it, I'd pull Dan out my Fowler. back even worse than it is. Yeah, exactly. Dan I'm Fowler good, is listening. Okay, Dan. If so it's what for do you charity, I want to help, man. What do you need to do? See, we're not going. We're going to be. We're going to be in Washington D.C. on Saturday, so we won't be able to come and help. I'm no, off. we won't be. But, but unless I can get a flight from Washington to, uh, to Newark. Newark Airport, just you just hop on over. Unless you can get one of your uh, helicopter friends to like fly That's you over. That's a long chopper ride, Robin. There's yeah. no way you can make it from Washington. From D.C. To, to Newark? Not on one tank again. Not on one. You have to refuel. Really? So, yeah. Belljet Rangers don't fly that distance without refueling. Duh. Well, shows you how much I know. I hate to do it to you, Robin. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, look, Dan says, no worries, Luigi. We have two open spots on the team if you want to carpool up with us. Awesome. Now, where are you leaving? I'm, I'm are they in the Philly area? Is he in Philly? Dan, the call. The phones are working, right, Luigi? They're back on. So the phones are back up. Seven one seven three six three eight six six nine. The people that were on, please call back in. Dan, call in. Yeah, let me get the and, details. Um, if I'm able to go up. I'll go up. Details. Yeah, if I'm able to go up, I'll go up. I'd love to go up, but I, we're going to be traveling the well, next couple of days. Well, I wouldn't even let you. We would go, but I wouldn't let you. No, pull. I would do it. You got a lot of problems, Tony. How many problems you got? I got uh, ninety nine. <laughs> Actually. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you. That's son. my Phillies update. <laughs> the Phillies got 99 problems, but 100 losses ain't won, baby. Yeah, right, man. They ain't gonna lose 100 games this year. First time, long time. Actually, no, 1961. I know. The everybody thinks, oh, they've been losing 100 games. They haven't lost 100 games since 1961. They looked like a lock in the first half of the season, right? See, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly all the records from you know those 90s teams. Those late 90s teams. It was really they never bad. lost 100 games. They didn't lose 100 games. And what's interesting about losing 100 games in 1961? There was only a National League. There wasn't a National League East and West and Central. There was a National League. Right. So you were playing the same small group of teams over and over. So to lose 100 games, you were bad. You were really smaller. Bad. Yeah, you stunk out loud. So the Phillies started out what? They started out 29 and 58 in the first half. Came out of the box running. And then they're 34 and 37 since then. And coming into play tonight, as they have just cleared the bases in the... Uh, was that Alan Altier over there? No, no, no. Alan, he, he scored. They only scored one run on that. So it was a sack. No, it was the, the catcher, Alfaro, has just doubled, and the Phillies have scored two runs with the bases loaded. Two nothing Phillies in that game, if you were watching this live. Turn up. Alfaro just hit it right down the right field line, just fair. Oh, it hit the line. So it is a fair ball off the cushion in right field. And two runs score. Everybody had to wait before they started running because the ball came off. And it's like the foul pole. You know, it's an extension of the foul pole, Luigi. Yes. When the line comes down the wall all the way down and it hits the yellow line, it's a fair ball. Correct. And that's, what, that's the ball that Alfaro just hit, the right field line. Plates, too, as we used to say back in the day. But we're celebrating not losing 100 games. We're celebrating. That's that's the parade that's has been postponed until the regular season comes to Talk an end. Talk about being the tallest. And the Phillies give out uh, all the remaining dollar dogs and all remaining bobbleheads, including the Pete Rose bobblehead that they didn't give away because 
the big Pete Rose was banging 15-year-olds back in the 70s story. They still have some Billy, Joel, bo- they still have some Billy Joel bobbleheads laying around, too. Yeah, the rain delay I was at for three hours of the game over Did there. Did you get a Billy Joel bobblehead? No, man. It was like you had to get a special ticket to get the Billy Joel bobblehead. I heard Christy Brinkley got a whole case of them. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's a lovely did. party yeah. gift. And half of Billy's, too. So. Exactly. But on bump. I saw you. that house, by the way. I, I seen that house when I was up in North Jersey. Which house? The Billy one Joel's had, house? Yeah, the one that's shaped like the piano for Christy Brinkley that he made. Where, did you, made. where did you see that? I was delivering auction a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Billy Joel needs oxygen? No. <laughs> Somebody's neighborhood did, though. Let's go to the phone, Stone. Let's try this one more time. <laughs> so 484-804. 484-804. You're oh, on is here. this a bingo number or a 50-50 drawing here? Just yell bingo whenever you want. Let's go to the phones. Who do we have on the line tonight? You're live, 484-804. Hello? What up, Bruno? Oh, what up, Jose? What up? What up, man? Jose, what? what's up? Well, you get a new phone what number, up, man? Please. What up? What up, Jose? You get a new phone number? That's my cell number. I tried to call your cell a couple days ago. I wanted to check up on you, man. No, he Her- called you in cell, in a cell, and, he, and you weren't there. They That's only my, gave you one call. Mistake. It was a payphone. That was my mistake. Yeah. You got your other, you got, what, what about the bat line? You still using that or no? What was that, Luigi? What about the bat line? You still using that or no? The other phone number he gave me. Yep. All right. Luigi goes old school. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jose goes old. He's got, the, he's got the multiple beepers and phones in different holsters on his back. I like it. You ever see those guys? Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Usually drug dealers do that. And Howard Eskin. And, and Howard Eskin. Yeah. What up, Miss Robin? Yeah. <laughs> what up, Jose? <laughs> what up, King? Who's the one sitting in the sofa, yo? That is a fantastic like, Jack O'Donnell. He's coming here uh, uh, visiting. Jack O'Donnell, longtime fan of the program. And he said, hey, I want to come by. And as, as we've been telling you, since the wine cellar is now operational, fully operational, except mm-hmm. for the phone lines temporarily sometimes, we are going to start inviting people to be in the wine cellar. Yes, and we know who to make friends with first. He's a private investigator. Exactly. You always want to be friends with you know, police exactly. officers, So firemen, if any of you weasels PIs. out there send me nasty tweets... Jack will know where you live. I will get Edward Snowden on the phone. Don't taste me, bro. I'll get Chelsea, uh, what was her name? Chelsea uh, No, no, no. Chelsea Manning. She will come down here. And Chelsea Clinton. So we'll have all three Chelsea's come down and help weed you out. We will unmask you and find you and put you out of your misery. Just for giving me a nasty tweet. So don't try it. All right, I'm sorry, Jose. What? What's, up? What's going what on? What up, Chelsea? <laughs> By the way, did you see Chelsea Manning is, has not been allowed in Canada? I know. They're smart. Canada is, is, is saying that she, because of her, she was, when, he, when she was a he and was uh, found guilty of basically espionage and thrown into jail, they acknowledge her to be a criminal even though she was, her sentence was commuted. She wasn't pardoned. Her sentence was commuted by President Obama. What is commuted? It means that you, you, you end your sentence early. Okay. You don't serve your whole term. So you're still guilty, yes, but instead of having to serve... Yes, you still are guilty of the okay, crime, okay. but your sentence was Pardon commuted. Pardon means that it's wiped out Pardon means your record's wiped okay. clean. But commuted means it's cut short. So Canada's saying, oh, wait, not so fast, my friends. Hey, hang on, you hoser. Hey, hoser. Yeah, hang on, you hoser. <laughs> well, no longer a hoser, right. but once a hoser, <laughs> you, we don't play that shit up here. We don't play Excuse that. me while I whip exactly. this out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's going to be a short whip. <laughs> uh, oh. 
I got to tell you, doing red wine and, uh, and cough syrup. And Cody. Red Cody. Cody. I don't recommend people abuse. There's a problem with opioid abuse, but this is not opioids. And I will not get addicted to this. This is only for extreme cough problems like I've had. It helps clear up the congestion. And, and, it, it, and makes, it gets the juices flowing. And, and it also gives you a little happy, happy, t- <laughs> happy Tony Bruno. By the way, where's my Stunat shirt that I had? I can't find it. You're looking at me? Yeah. Wait, you're, asking someone, you're asking someone to, to, to tell you where your shirt that's well, you know, stupid I, Well, I figured Robin would know, but you know why she doesn't know? Because she doesn't do the laundry. Oh. It's not my So the last time I, I wore the shirt. You don't do laundry? Occasionally, but Tony's, Tony's my wife. Like, he does the laundry. Well, he does all the laundry. Tony. Yeah, dump. I'd make somebody a good wife one day. Hey! You would make somebody a good wife one day. Damn right. Does, this, does, does your mom know that she doesn't do the laundry around here? No, yeah. I keep that on the desk. Uh, I was going to say, because your mom would come in here and tear My ass. mom would come here with the strap, as we used to That's say. That's what I'm saying. She'd have the belt. Wooden spoons. Damn right. Throwing shoes. I cook. <laughs> My mom used to do that all the time. She used to throw her shoes at me. She would take off one shoe, throw it at me. Then, take off to one, then she'd take off her other shoe and throw it at me. And then you know what she would say? Give me my shoes back. <laughs> like, you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reload the clip, Mom. What are you, out of your skull? Was she the one who threw the shoe at George Bush? I believe that. No, my mom would have hit. That would have landed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? There's no way she would have missed from that range. Not a chance, Tone. Other than that, Jose. She's like Robin Hood with an arrow. <laughs> that range. You know, you, know what we, you know what we have in six days? Uh, let's see, uh, October Fest? Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, it's already underway. What do we have, Jose? We have, we will have hockey action, yo. I would like, I have, but I have, as regards to, uh, wait, in regards to hockey action. Do we have an update? No. As we speak, I am trying to, to require tickets to the opener. To what? To the opener, Tony. To acquire. No, to procure. You mean procure? Procure. And acquire? That's not a new word. I got combination. Procure, procure and acquire. Acquire, merge together. I'm sorry. I, to say, I wanted to say acquire at the same time. I, I said it's a mix. The, it's all uh, mix. I'm trying to obtain tickets to the, uh, to the, the opener right word. now. You, you rip hockey every second of the day. No, I'm all in this year. No, I need some tickets. I'm all in this Hook year. Hook me up with some tickets, I'm bro. all in this year. Yeah, you're all in. I'm buying. I'm all in this year, man. I'm going. Then why did you say yawn when he said we have hockey action? In because I'm days. joking around, Tone. Bastard. Bastard. You know what's bastard? The heat is fucking basement. Actually, it's seven days. Seven days is right. And on the eighth day. Bill Barber number, yo. Exactly right. The Who's great. That? You don't know who Bill I'm Barber. kidding, Tony. Say, man. <laughs> don't make me get angry, man. The LCB line, yo. Yes, that's the LCB, back when uh, we couldn't buy wine in Pennsylvania State stores. That's when the LCB line was mm-hmm. bad. That's how long ago it was. Back when you had to walk up to a counter and ask for something, and they'd go in the back and get it for you. Wait a minute. Sorry to interrupt you, yep. Jose. Jack Floor. Wasn't that Sweeper Jack? Yeah, Jack Fiore. Fiore. Well, Jack Sweeper Jack. We were missing him. We didn't know where he was. Here he is on, on Facebook. No, Jack's active. He's, uh, he's sporadically active, like most guys. No, after we 50. hadn't heard from him in a long time, but here he is. <laughs> Jack Fiore is there. He's there? Yeah. I knew he was still there. I see Jack around. I'm, just, I'm happy around. to see him alive and well. He says that he wants to be invited to the uh, Michael and David Wine Cellar as well. Yeah, and you Come know, on down, bro. You, you know who our, our friend tonight, Jack O'Donnell. He brought his own. He brought his own product tonight. And I said, "You don't have to bring your own." What? He said, "I'm a beer drinker." You know what he brought? Natty Ice. 
a bottle. No, he brought a bottle of wine, too. Yeah, but he brought but a can he of Natty beer. Ice. He brought a can of Natty Ice. That was a beer, guys. How many bottles of Natty Ice? I don't know. Four. Four bottles. Cans. Was that still ten and a quarter cold? <laughs> is that much? Wow. What is, what, how can you say you're a beer guy and you're drinking natural ice? I know. That doesn't that doesn't even qualify as beer. I'm a cheap beer guy. <laughs> That's not beer. That's a punishment. Come on. Natty Ice is the choice of broke-ass uh, college students around the world. Or around the country, at least. What's the, co- what's the, what's the broke-ass oh, college student drink a beer of choice right now? I don't know. It's got to be Natty Ice because PBR is not cheap. The Beast is, the Beast is pretty cheap shit. Genesee Cream Ale. What's that green stuff that you can Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock's not cheap. Ma. Rolling Rock's not cheap? No. You get a decent price on it. No, but it's not like $10 a case cheap. Right. I don't know. I've seen it. Natty Ice, ice man. Huh? In the Michael and David wine cellar? It's almost. That should be a criminal offense. I think, I, in fact, I think the Philly mayor. Get out. I think get the out. mayor will come down here and charge him extra tax for bringing Natty Ice. That's right. And he will ticket every vehicle on the block. Exactly right. He's going to have Jack Cars towed by the... And Luigi's at the same time. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, We have Tom Matucci timing (laughs) Natty Ice. That's an outrage. (laughs) Peels. Of course, Peels. They don't even make Peels anymore. Timmy Gallagan. Timmy Gallagan says he's obviously a water guy. (laughs) Yes, he is. Ryan says 12 bucks for 24 bottles. That's not bad. Is it really? Yeah. I haven't been. I it's actually, a 30-pack of natural ice for like 10 bucks, dude. I don't remember the last time I was in a beer distributor. Because here in Pennsylvania, you can buy beer in supermarkets now. We're starting to get into the 20th century now that it's uh, 17 years into the 21st. But we're slow here in Pennsylvania. We're starting to do that. So now, like, Acme Markets, I mean, they have good selections, too. It used to be, you know, they have a couple cases of six-packs. Right. It was like Bush Pounders. Exactly. That kind of stuff. You know, Ort Leaves by the Court. <laughs> Ort Leaves by, by the Court. court. Quart of Paps by the by the jug <laughs> by the jug. Jose, Jose, you still there? Yo, Bruno's. We got to try to yeah, get the Luigi. To, we got to try to get Luigi. You're not getting opening night tickets, bro. Why not? What's the Flyers' home opener? What's the date? I can get up. I can get in. I can get. Uh, I'm not getting October that low. October 12th against the Capitals. Section 106, row 14, brother. 102 dollars a ticket. I already looked October 12th is the opening night. Damn I mean, right. not, we're not talking about exhibition games because they had. Their I'm talking about the opener. Game. Okay. We'll get you a ticket. They're on the road before the opener. Luigi's during the West Coast. I said the home oh, opener. No. What don't you understand, Jose? What's the matter with you, man? They play October 12th against um, the Washington Capitals. Correct, and I will be what in the up, barn. Ovi? I will be in the barn that night. They don't, nice. call, they don't call the Wells Fargo Center the barn. Man. I know. It's old school. Know. Come on, man. It's old school. Uh, well, that's, that's, what, that's what these hockey guys say, though, right? The barn? Not anymore, no. No? Only they don't the say old no dudes. Somebody says the barn. I'll be standing on my head in, in, in section I think the, last spectrum was, the, spectrum, the spectrum was the barn, yo. You know what else was the barn? The Montreal Forum was the barn. Maple Leaf Gardens, Boston Gardens, yep. the old school places they called it the barn. Eh? You know? Chicago Stadium, yo. Chicago Stadium was a good barn. We're still with the best pipe organ this side of John Holmes. Tim Kirst mm-hmm. on the team? Oh. <laughs> and Joe. That one right over there. I got it. I got it. I chose not to acknowledge it, Tony. Thank <laughs> How about that? Thank you very much. And as our buddy Eric Cohen, a man who knows everything that we talk about on the show because he has psychiatric problems as well. Schaefer. What's the slogan on Schaefer beer? I don't know. Schaefer, the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Hey, Jose. <laughs> that's, what their, that's what their slogan was. Jose, Schaefer he has... Session beer. Is the 
One beer to have when you're having more than one. And you see what Miller's playing again now? Yes, Miss Robin. If you got the time, <laughs> we've got the we beer. We need to allow Tony to drink Miller Tony more often. Beer. How much does he have? I, I don't know. Only a half a bottle. <laughs> oh. We have so much to get to, and we have so many people okay, on hold. Cool, but enjoy the win. Thank you. That's what I say to all the. We uh, love people you, Jose. Jose, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. See ya. There he is, the great I'm Jose from Norris. By the way, yes. <laughs> oh, ahead, by the way, tomorrow will be New Stupan, number six. Till hockey season. Oh, we're counting them down by famous Flyer Stanley Cup winner numbers. Okay. Once we get down yeah. to Barry Ashby's number three, you know it's right around the corner. All right, four. Jose. Number four. I'm sorry. Four. Who is number three? Who is number three? Yep. Who is number three? Tom Bladen, yo. Oh, great Tom, Tom Bladen. Bladen. Tom Bladen, the defenseman. And on Tom Bladen, we'll skate on out of here. With Let's Jose. skate the hell out. Let's stay, let's stay with the phones, Tom, because we're going to be going to break soon. Let's just, let's just right, empty, let's let's empty the phone vault, as I'm they not say. going to empty anything out tonight. Yes, you yeah, are. Well, Except no, my, hopefully my chest. There's too many hopefully phone calls my, to empty them out. So but two, who's on next? 215 Let's go back to the phones. Who's up tonight on the uh, fabulous uh, whatever we call this mess? Hello? Hello, Tony. Hello there. Oh, it's a great Jim Hello, from Tony. Cheltenham. Jim, how are you, buddy? Jim from Cheltenham. I mean, it's Jim from Steve from Cheltenham. Jim doing? from Cheltenham. I'm sorry, Jim. That, 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 that. God, this codeine really is bad stuff, yes, man. Yes, it is. Kids out there, do not go into the medicine cabinet and look for codeine, okay? It is bad, especially if you're doing a podcast and you're trying to say lucid. Go right ahead, man. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> how you doing, Tony? Tony's doing fine. I'm trying to follow this guy where he's going, and I'm just like, I don't have the directions, man, because he's seeing roads that no one else in this basement can see right now. Damn right. You know what happened? I watched that doomsday cult show last night on Destination America. Oh, that's what happened to you. You're I'm watching like Jim Jones and uh, David Koresh and the chick down in, in, in Montana in the desert with the tunnels underground. Remember all those wackos? Absolutely, man. And who was the other guy? You're all conspiracy yeah. theory out right now, bro. Who was the guy with the, uh, with the, with the asteroids coming down? That one dude. And he said the asteroids had spaceships. Yeah, not that guy. No, no, no. Are you talking about the one that Hale-Bop? Hale-Bop guy. What was his name? I fell asleep. I was so hopped up on codeine last night. They had all the great, not great, Manson, Koresh, you know, Waco, Jim Jones, and Diana. Oh, and then there was it? a woman. Heaven's Gate. Heaven's, Heaven's Gate. Gate. What was the guy's name? The guy's name, Marshall Applewhite. That's right. He, he, played, he played fullback for Alabama, I think, but went back in the day. Marshall, Marshall Applewhite, I think he was. Wasn't he a fullback down there on the Crimson Tide? No, I, I learned something from that documentary, <laughs> by the way. That I, was, uh, I bet your boy on the big jab actually probably interviewed him. What's, what's Major Applewhite, yes. Major Applewhite. FYI, so so everybody knows about the hell bop. Like they, they committed suicide. Yeah, not, because not, they, not, not Hanson who did Yeah, not Bob. I was going yeah. there. That was a different one. Because they, they thought that they were going to be transported as in their new bodies up when, into yeah, wherever. Yeah, the hell bop comment came but, down. But we found out something in the documentary. The men were castrated. Yes. They were a part of my Stardom Cinema Castratum segment that comes on Funkin' Fantasy in the Yes, Funkin' Fantasy tomorrow night. I'm sorry. Let's get back to Jim here. He's got tape. Jim, you have any tape tonight for us? Uh, Daddy, uh, this week we have a big 10-year anniversary this week. 10-year anniversary? Phillies won the first division championship. That's right. I Phillies saw that. The first division championship of the first five. Exactly right, man. That was unbelievable. 10 years ago. Where were you, Luigi? 10 years ago, I was probably... 
passed out drunk somewhere on Frankfurt Avenue. Up Let's in the see, up Ten in the years ago, I was in Las hey. Vegas with Rick Pitino trying to recruit uh, ladies for his uh, incoming uh, <laughs> Kentucky student athletes, and job. later I, Louisville. I didn't know there was. Tony, you know there were seven games behind the Mets with 13 games to go. Exactly right. Great collapse, man. It was. Oh, I know where I was now. Where were you? I was at the showboat in Atlantic City. That's where I was. Really? Yeah, I was at the showboat in Atlantic City when it happened. Were you showboating by any chance? No, I was actually busted up. Pretty bad. Blackjack told me bad. bad Robin, where were you? (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I split um, six of the little help. Here's the last out of the game. You have the last out of the game? Yeah, Tony, you want to hear it? Yeah, let's go to the tape, man. I love this kind of stuff. I love going in the Wayback Machine, even though 10 years isn't really that far way back. I has the sign from Chris Coast. Turbo check it out. The Phillies are nice to leave champions. We're the seed on the field. We're the seed on the stand. This is incredible. Seems like yesterday, Jim. Tony? It seems like yesterday, man. You know what else seems like yesterday to me, though? 1980. I mean, that's how far back I mean, that 1981, for a lot of people <laughs> weren't even born then, and we're listening, but the 1981 was really the, the absolute, finally, World Series, after 64 and all the close calls since then. But th- there's no doubt. I mean, all the younger folks who were around for the Phillies World Series and the first pennant, the National League East, and then going on to win. It wasn't their first because they had a pretty good run there with that team. But they finally went to the World Series. But, uh, but to me, Jim, the best National League Championship Series ever, as good as, uh, as, as 08 was, was 1980 against the Astros. I mean, that may be one of oh, the greatest National League Championship Series for any team. In any era, that was unbelievable baseball. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the, 80, the 93 guys who came up short or the 2008 guys who won or the 2011 guys who came up short and didn't make it. It is what it is. It is what it is. But no, I mean, you know, because there have been so few championships in this town, the ones that we have had, you know, you remember them vividly. Soul's been crushing it, dude. Yeah, I'll the soul. But Jim will have a retrospective at the end of the year when he puts together his end of the year uh-huh. on the, the history of the soul. And next to the Tampa Bay Storm, the two <laughs> single greatest franchises. A 30 for 30. He'll, Jim's working on the 30 for 30 on the arena football. What league. if I told you no one gave a shit? That's <laughs> the 30 for 30 name. You would of the be wrong. Soul. You would be wrong. Uh, Tony? <laughs> Jim, what the hell are you doing over there? Man? Well, this is... 
But I think I think the Phillies right now have something special going on. I think this off season is a major off season for the organization. They make the right moves. Could finally get them be light at the end of this tunnel right now. Absolutely. And again, you know they're not going to lose 100 games, which is a big deal because the way they were playing at the beginning of the season. And you know what's going to happen next year? They're going to Vegas is going to look at this young team and see the pieces that are in place. And depending on what they do, they'll go out and sign a veteran starter to go with some of these younger players. They've got money to spend. They don't have to go out and overpay for some superstar who's on his last legs who's just going to go out there and get a couple of at-bats and another paycheck. They can add because they obviously have payroll uh, flexibility. This could be a 75-80 win team. Yeah, and you watch next As year. As it is right now. This could be a 75 Next year, absolutely. And again, they've got a lot. You're looking at the future. I mean, look at, look at Crawford. Look at Crawford. He's playing third base, playing lights out. Let's look at Hoskins, for God's sakes. Well, yeah, you but Hoskins I mean? is slowing down a little bit. But they have the pieces. Aaron Altair, you know, Alfaro, I don't Nick know. Williams. Was, you know, Nick Williams, Altair has had an unbelievable season. You know, they've got a lot of young players. And, 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 and they're getting experience now in these games that don't really matter. But they're playing hard. And the, even the manager doesn't even know he's going to be back next year. No, he doesn't. You see that? And then he said he lied. Because when they asked him earlier, hey, will you be disappointed? You know, are you trying not to lose 100 games? Will you be disappointed if you lose 100 games? And he kept saying, nah, nah, nah. And then yesterday when they won their 93rd game, which guarantees that they can't lose 100 games, he said, I lied about it. Of course I would have been upset if we lost 100 games. Duh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no one must have dropped a hundo. Well, I drop a hundo every time I walk into a slot machine. This is not here. I was watching MLB Network the other night. All the experts were on there, and they said the one team they can't wait to see next year is the Phillies. No doubt about it. And I think if you're a fan of a young team, like the Sixers fans, you know, we're all excited about seeing this young team with pieces in place now to at least not even have to think about losing games intentionally or stinking it up every night playing for draft picks. Right. No, no more tank. No, no, more, no tank. more tank. No more tank. No tank. No, no more tank. tank. The only tank I want to see here is a gigantic oak-filled barrel of Michael and David. Rapture, brother. Rapture, yes. right here. I want the 55-gallon barrel. Or gluttony. So that we can do, a, we uh, can do you know, we can pour right from the barrel. You know when you go to a, a wine tasting? Yep. Tap. You go to a, You go to a winery, and they stick that big squeegee thing in there, that big, uh, what do you call it? Like a turkey baster? Yeah. You stick that baby <laughs> in there, and you squeeze yourself a nice taste. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly it's not really saying. a turkey baster. It's, a, it's you know. We can use a turkey baster. There's no well, problem with that. You know, turkey baster is a multi-purpose uh, facility yes, uh, instrument. I know somebody got they, pregnant with a they turkey baster. multiple ba Somebody uh, got pregnant with a turkey baster. Yes, they did. How? How? Hello? Can I draw you a picture? Wait. Two women wanted to have a baby. Right. Mm -hmm. And instead of actually going... They go out and buy a can of Franco-American turkey Time gravy out. without giblets. <laughs> Time out. And then the, well, how can you get the sperm at the giblets? So hang on a second. So you're telling me that they inserted the semen into because, the turkey baster and then... Yes, because one of the, because the, the semen, semen that they got was from one of their brothers. Well, and but, so they didn't want to actually have to have but sex But once with it hits oxygen, it's... No, it's not. No. What are you, crazy? It, it stays alive. Well, from one of their brothers. I hope it wasn't the actual, like, carrying person's No, it's frozen. No. It's, 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 it's like... It's, it's like, the it's other like, person. It's because like, they wanted their head. It's like Ted Williams' head. Oh, they for keep it sense. frozen. So she used in the Arizona to squeeze this to, to squirt yeah. frozen sperm. No, it yes. wasn't frozen. It wasn't frozen. He went into the bathroom. He, he like, was there. Squeezed one out, and then she gave, he gave it to her in a cup, and she 
loaded it into the turkey baster, and, and then, nice, boom. still fresh and warm. And, and bam, then, as, as uh, Emerald Lagasse would just say, and then, bam. Bam. All right, and then bam. I'm a Johnny. Are you kidding me? And it worked. Are you serious, well, Luigi? It, it what do you think time. they do? The store comes down and then crawls up there and puts actually, the embryo in? It doesn't? It's actually a fantastic <laughs> story. So so they wanted the, the one. <laughs> hey, Jim, that, by the way, thanks for calling, Jim. I no, wait, Jim may have one more thing to add, Jim. Yeah. How do you yeah, how do you add anything thing, after that? Wait a minute, Jim, go ahead. On, um, on Sunday, will there be more Eagle fans or Charger fans in Los Angeles? That's a no-brainer. Eagle fans. There are no Charger fans. <laughs> Is Kansas? There were more Kansas City fans. There were more. Who did they play the first game when they uh, when they won? Remember Sorry. they won their first game on a Monday night game? I am reading the comments on Facebook, and they're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Turkey Base? Well, this is the first town of the year. That will be their first sellout of the year is correct. Because there are people who plan their trips to L.A. They only hold 29,000. It, it, like it doesn't even hold that many. It doesn't even hold that many. I've been in that stadium, and they've, they've, they've increased it a little bit. But it's, it's a little soccer. It's like going to PPL Park before they change the name over there in, in uh, Essington or wherever the hell, in Chester. It's a small uh, soccer stadium. And the Eagle fans will outnumber Charger fans 20 to 1, guaranteed. But the Chargers will be dangerous because they're 0-3, just like the Giants were dangerous coming in here. You think Arizona's not going to be dangerous coming in here? Yeah, Arizona stinks, though. You saw that Monday night. But they'll be dangerous, buddy. But they may be done by then. They may you're, not have anything to play for. Larry Fitz might have about 20 catches that game. I love Larry Fitzgerald. Hey, Jim, I'm so sorry. We actually do have to go because we have tons of stuff on the schedule okay. tonight. Hey, take, take care, Tony. Thank you, Jim. Always you, a Jim. pleasure. The great Jim from Cheltenham, the official archivist. Yes, it is. Of the Tony Bruno Show. Official, official. Exactly right. Well, it's because there's only one. Well, That's correct. Okay, well, so. there could be other people. There's a lot of other people that, that take now, the I show. Now, I have the official videographers, although oh, I shoot course. most of my own home stuff. You know what I mean? And Luigi wishes that we had a video of said turkey baster because he really You've wants to. You've never heard that story? I I Do you know, realize that the there were sperm donors? They don't put it in. They don't Tony, stick it in. I know how it works. I'm just messing okay. around, for God's sake. All sense. right. Jesus. I just want to say, though, it did take three times. <laughs> Three times. Yes. Even I can't reload that fast. No, no, no. Do you realize you have a pretty good reboot rate? I'm telling you. Do you realize that a turkey baster? You go into any like you don't have to. You don't even have to go to like a good Serlatab or uh, or Kitchen Capers or Williams Sonoma and spend too much money. You can go to like Walmart or Target. (laughs) Get yourself a plastic turkey baster for like five dollars. I do want to and say you know how many it was not you can a do? used turkey you can baster. Raise an it was a brand new. On that. You can raise an yeah. entire family. <laughs> and on you that. can you can make an entire family on exactly. that. Exactly. It was a brand new turkey baster. At least it was the first. You can't time. use a used turkey baster. Yes, you that can. Was you sterilize. You put it in a dishwasher. As long as this dishwasher's safe. I just know <laughs> that my friends they bought a brand new one just for this event. Did they have? Did they have a blessed? Did they do a blessing? It was it <laughs> kosher? By the way, I wanted to know that. So the kosher turkey baster. And Joe Ruff said you can go to Bed Bath & Beyond with a 20% off coupon. You're good to go, man. Get yourself some Yankee Kalos while you're at it. You know what I mean? Make it a nice. <laughs> Joe Cohen said if that kid was a product of turkey baster, he, a hell of a good nickname for the kid is Butterball. Oh. Uh, only, if he's, uh, only if they don't take care of him uh, and make sure he is, has proper nutrition. Anyone anyway. going... So... Daniel Hopman says, anyone buy, buying just a turkey baster is going to get some sideways glances from now on. <laughs> what are you doing, man? You cooking or are you uh, trying to get pregnant there, chief? That's terrible. You want to really freak somebody out? What? Go into a... Do it live in the freaking no. place? 
go into a place and buy five turkey basters. Buy your friend. Say you have a friend that, you know, is having trouble. You know, all these women have trouble with the fertility, and they go to clinics and have all these different procedures. Uh-huh. And, you know, and if then, you're having trouble getting pregnant, just come see me. I'll take you. Exactly. Care. Well, you know how expensive it is? Just give them a nice turkey baster. The reason why my friends have somebody did it donate. This, this way was that going the traditional way with a, with a clinic... Right. Is in, no, the penis is the cheapest. Well, we'll have a penis yeah, which is by so far yes. the most traditional yes. way, by we the way. We will have a penis but update in the next yes, hour. Yes, we will. We will? Yes. yes. What's up? <laughs> we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> but, but doing going to oh, a clinic is incredibly expensive. So they decided, I mean, they already knew that they wanted so to use pregnant. the one woman's brother because she wanted to have a part of her DNA and have the child look like her. And so she, her brother volunteered, and uh, so this way, the DNA and heritage is from both of them. I think it was. See a what you learn thing. on the show. You think this is just a stupid sports show podcast? We break things down it's to a levels. Timmy Galligan says a ten thousand a pop to go to a clinic. Damn. Give me for thirty. I'll charge you. Give me thirty or forty bucks a pop. No give me a grand, and uh, we'll start talking. I got the perfect place here. We'll get the, the necessary lighting. We got the disco light in the bathroom. We do. We do. We, we have got the, the mood lighting. We mood can, lights. We could change it from six to midnight down here, like Both. that, Bob. <laughs> like that. We could have bro. the Tony Bruno Clinic for uh, fertil- yeah. fertility clinic. I think I even have a I have a nurse's costume I can yeah. wear, and I can assist. We have assorted costumes you can wear. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like. We're going to Robin's Box, which still has some items left. I prefer you to dress in nothing at all. I happen to have nothing at all at my place. So there you go. I have I have boxes of surgical gloves. Everything will be sanitary. Eric Cohen, does that include gravy on the mast? Oh <laughs> 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 um, uh, The only thing you'll be leaving you'll be leaving here with now is your dignity. I guarantee you that. Uh, that's what happens every week. Meanwhile, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and we'll come right back. It's Don't only, it. yeah, it's only a pee break. It's only so, a pee pee break. And, and or perhaps you want to impregnate somebody within five minutes, which doesn't really take that long if you're working on it. Just uh, if, you, if you're a couple and you're trying to work on it, you know what happens when you want to have a child. Right. You try it. You, this is a good opportunity when to we take those five minutes. When we were on Into the minutes. Night, we people got, did, yeah, people, people did get pregnant. People did procreate and actually produce live babies on the show. Yep. Or at least fetuses at the time, because they were just not born yet. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And if and they People were named got after pregnant me. listening to the show. That's yes, they how have. much. That's how much estrogen and all the other things that we emote. Yes. Uh, what testosterone, estrogen. What else? We had we had all the pheromones are. We had exact. lots of things named after us. Yes, Snakes, we do. Yes, we do. Dogs. And we're working on my statue right now to replace the Frank Rizzo statue. They do need to put something there. Why not a Tony Bruno statue? They should be. You don't. You don't. Uh, you don't have any hate except for Sam Hinkie. Exactly. So that's, that's fine. Right. So I'll have a statue before I go. Yes, he will. That'll be a goddamn outrage. This is an outrage. Daniel Hopman. Tony, I promise you this. If Sam Hickey gets a statue put up in the city before you do, I will personally tear it down. I will, too. Daniel Hopman on Facebook comments is just on a roll tonight. He's like, so what they use? Good grips? William Sonoma? Or what? Joe Rob says, need two minutes to kill? I'm your guy. <laughs> we need to go to break. Yes. I know you guys keep bringing crap up here. Go grab some grab chocolate. Grab solid gold, Chief. What are you talking about? Grab your turkey basters. <laughs> grab yourself a cheap bottle of a can of wine or a can, can of wine. Can, can of, wine. of beer. <laughs> grab your giblets. Make sure you grab them in the biscuits, though. Exactly we'll right. We'll be right back. Exactly. And the great Ricky Ricardo's coming up. Maybe Tom Arnold, if we can get him I'm on. I'm going to try to give him a call. Beautiful. That's all still ahead here. The Tony Bruno Show Live Podcast on a Wednesday. <laughs> 
Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And now, on with the show. They call me Big Ellie. Big Silly. Big Money. Big Ellie. One time in the morning, you hear me. Welcome back. It is the podcast. The uh, Facebook Live and the Facebook comments blowing up tonight on the show. Oh, there are plenty this evening, Tony. Our good friend Ed Nasta. You know, Ed, Ed actually works for the Liquor Control Board. Liquor. Brings wine every time we see him. He's got to come to the wine cellar. He's, he's provided a lot of wine for us over the days. Yes, he has. He says, he has you like know, an Tony and Miss Robin, you know what today is? Now, of course, it is uh, the actual date that we're doing this is Wednesday... September, what, 26th? 27th. 27th or the 26th? Today's the 27th. And I wasn't even aware of this. No, it's not. Is it the 26th or 27th, 26th. Robin? It says Wednesday, 27th. Okay. Maybe it is the 27th. Hello? Well, why are you telling her she's wrong and when she's right? I should have checked my watch. My best man gave me actually has it. <laughs> does it have a date on it? It actually does have a date on it. I'm not used to wearing a watch. Did he get that on Times Square on a, off a cart? No. All right. Then it may be real. <laughs> Tony and Miss Robin, today is the second anniversary of Mama Bruno's dream coming true. Papal Mass in Philly. When the Pope comes... That was two years ago. Yes, it was, Tony. When the Pope was God. in Philly. You took your mom to see the Pope. Man, because of Ed Nasta. Ed Nasta's brother is a priest in the Archdiocese. Is he... Is he a, He's not just a priest. I think he's a muckety-muck. He's like a bishop or an archbishop. Something like Speaking that. Speaking of muckety-mucks, I mean that Pellegrino right there. Oh, we got Joe Pellegrino providing the water tonight, <laughs> the former Action News uh, sports guy, for those of you older than uh, 40, I believe you'd have to be. But uh, it was two years ago that the Pope came to Philly. Does it seem like that long ago? It's crazy that, I mean, time is just And flying. Ed was gracious enough to, uh, to provide me a ticket. He, he had two extras. Robin wanted to go. I said, no, you're a, you're a, a heathen. Oh, right. You're okay. an atheist. Actually, say the real thing, mister. No, Robin actually donated her ticket for my mother, who's one of the most devout Catholics you'll ever know. Oh. It's just a front-runner Catholic, bandwagoner. She's like cowboy fans. She's basically right. like a Dallas so when, right, when Catholicism's on the up, she's going to vote? Is that what it is? Or I can be like real. Like the other pope. Right. Eh. Eh. This pope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to be there. Give me down low. Can you give me a couple of seats uh, right next to the I altar boys? I need two down low. I need two next to the altar boys or altar girls, whatever they are. The altar people. What do right. they call them, Doc? You can't call them boys anymore. The altar people? I guess. What do they call altar boys anymore? I have no idea. Oh, they're called servers. That's what they're called. Oh, servers. Okay. Don't forget to tip your servers on the way out right. tonight. What up, Colonel Bebelak? How about a little extra holy water tonight, honey? <laughs> Hit right. me up with more of that sauterne that you right. pour out for the Pope. You know, that's what the priests drink, yeah, you know. You they drink sauterne wine. Did you know that, Robin? You hang around long enough, baby. I did I was, not know that. I knew that because I used to pour. I was an altar boy. And I would always wonder what kind of wine the priests drink at Mass. It's just a cheap garbage. It's sauterne. It's like cooking wine. Stick around a little longer. It's long. an outrage. Stick around a little longer, sweetheart. I'll show you the Holy Spirit. So, is it taste like grape juice? No, it tastes like it's well, it's wine. It's wine. It's real wine. It's not like Eric Cohen says. Did Mama Bruno take one knee? Yes, she <laughs> did. Yes, she did. But she, to, to pay respect, damn no, it. Just like Ray Lewis, she took two knees. Because the Ray, I saw inside the NBA, uh, inside the NFL. You see what happened on Inside the NFL? Nobody watches that, though, do they? Yeah, it's a good show. All right. Ray Lewis was on. Of course, he was in London with the Baltimore Ravens, who decided to take two knees and then take the rest of the game off and get their asses handed exactly. to them by the Jacksonville Jaguars. People were criticizing Ray Lewis because he at one time said, I'll never take a knee in protest of the anthem. 
And so he got ripped by everybody, and then they played the tape of it. And he said on HBO, on Showtime, actually it's not HBO anymore, it's Showtime for 10 years, inside the, uh, uh, inside the NFL, he said, people are criticizing me. He said, I was on my knees, on both knees, praying. And then they showed the tape, and he's got his head down, and he's locking arms with the rest of the players. They're on one knee, he's on two knees, and you can see that he is praying. So if you want to call him a hypocrite or whatever, and then he criticized the movement as well. He said, no, nobody knew what they were doing. Right. All these players had no idea, because remember, they're in London, and the whole Trump stop happened already, and they're getting ready for a game, and there's no, and he, he even pointed out that the distraction of all of this, what are we going to do to protest Trump's stupid statements, they forgot about the game. Right. And then they got their asses handed to themselves. The Raiders did the same thing on Sunday Night Football. They, 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 must, they took a knee and they never got off it. They went out and played there like they were crawling on the field against the Washington Redskins. So kneel all you want. I was all over the Redskins. All, all over the Redskins. Yep, absolutely, brother. You're full of crap, man. I was, man. I'm not full of crap. I'm full of dollar bills. Let's go to the phones. Actually, let's do the... Uh, you sure? You sure you don't want to knock out this last call? Yeah, let's knock out some We're talking about knocking stuff up and getting people getting knocked up. Turkey basters. Turkey basters. We got it all covered. We got the Pellegrino flow and the Michael and Dave. Do we have any more wine left? Bottles tap, bro. Oh, come on. I only had a taste. What do you mean you only had a taste? I only had a little taste. You spilled half it on your shirt and the rest in your cup. I've only had two short... Two two half pours. Two half pours. Two I had four one quarter pour. Now, when you go to a wine, you go to a restaurant... <laughs> Four ounce, six ounce, yeah. or eight ounce. Just leave the bottle, Chief. Take a walk. Anyway, we're gonna have to pop open another baby. We're gonna have to. Eight five six two. By the way, six. we need an emergency shipment stat from our buddies out there, Michael Dave. Oh, don't forget, go to mikemdwinery.com. Mdwinery.com. Join the wine club. You don't have to pay for wine you don't want. You don't have to. You gotta buy this, or else you don't get this. Right. You look at what they have. You know what they have. Great wines. You get a lot of them in, in liquor stores, fine wine stores. But then you, the stuff that you can't get, you get from the, from the company itself, from the winery itself. MDWinery.com. Check it out. Fabulous stuff. And they'll deliver it right to your home, even here in the blue law infested state of Pennsylvania. Correct the Mundo, Tony. Thank you. So we have 856 296. 856 296. You're on the air. Let's go to the phones. Hello. Hello. Tony? Yes. Luigi? Miss Robin? Yes. What up? I need my headphones. Hang on a second. I can't hear you because my headphones are way, way, way down. Where are you at? Tell you number one? I have no idea. Number one? Tony, how about now, buddy? If I'm not a number one, somebody's going to pay the price. All right, all right, all right. I'm just busting your chops. I know. Hello there. Who is this, man? Are we good? This is Dan. Hey, Dan. I can barely hear you. I don't know why you're so low. Oh, this is Dan. Who's going to pull a 730? Dan Fowler's going to pull a 737? Going to pull 737 on Saturday. Now, what airline do you know? Is it South- Southwest only uses 737, so is it a Southwest plane? Uh, I think it's American Airlines. Oh, okay. It uh, could get fishy and get up there. Beautiful. Is it a 737-300 uh, so, yeah, or 400? So- no, I'm just kidding. That's just good airplane knowledge. So, now, Dan. You've been on there- planes a lot, Tony? <laughs> Dan, there- are there multiple teams? How, do- how is this working? So how is this? Explain. Uh, all right. So, I'm uh, I'm mad about it this year. Um, there are, it looks like, 50 teams signed up, and um, we're in the top 20 for fundraising. We're right now over $2,400, and what you do is you put together a team of up to 20 people. Right now, we have 18 people signed up to actually pull the plane, and uh, I don't know. We're just going to try. We're just going to try to pull it. So now, how many teams? So there will be multiple planes, or are you all going to try to pull the same plane at separate times? 
Uh, same plane, separate times. Beautiful. I'm assuming it's like a time thing or a distance thing. Wait a minute, I may be getting a call yeah, from someone. Yeah, 12 time. feet, and whoever, whoever, could, uh, whoever can pull uh, the plane 12 feet in um, the fastest. That is so awesome. Now, so this is for a special, um, sorry, Tony's talking to Tom Arnold. He just called, Tom Arnold just called him back. So, Dan, we're going to. Um, we'll probably heard about the turkey based Yeah, I know, seriously. So, uh, so, Dan, tell, explain to us a little bit about how and what this is for. This is, this is in a fundraiser for what? Special Olympics in New Jersey. Um, I found out recently that they actually do this event in a couple other states, but um, this all goes towards Special Olympics in the state of New Jersey. This is so cool. Now, you know what? If you can text me the information, I will post because we're, we have a really bad connection. I'm going to post all the information. Hopefully we can get you um, a little bit more money for this fantastic thing that you are doing. And yeah, and we're, we'll post it on Tony's website and all over Twitter. And Luigi's actually serious. He wants to be a part of it. So if you still have two spots available, um, we'll put you in contact with Luigi after. He, he's got some muscle. So he, he's kind of like, you know, he, we're the, I'm the brain, he's the brawn, and he can pull shit. I can pull a lot of shit. <laughs> the problem is, is just, I just have to make sure whatever time That's they're leaving, whatever time, whatever time this thing is taking off. So all we need is deploy. somebody... We need a bunch of people that can just pull shit. You know, that's all you have to do. You just have to go and you have to pull, and that's all you got to do. And I actually, Miss Robin, emailed you uh, while I was on hold because I didn't know if I was going to be able to get on. So I just emailed you, and, um, yeah, just put me in touch with whatever I need to get to you, and I really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, it's for a great event, and... Uh, if my work schedule does prohibit it, I, w I will Jack, be Jack, you're going to go, too? Jack says he'll go. He ain't bringing no Natty Ice to the party, though. No, no Natty Ice. <laughs> I'll be pulling his ass under the house. No, 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 no. They'll no, pull no, him no. off at the uh, Vince Lombardi to uh, Patrol Plaza up there if he takes, tries to pull that stuff. Bring Rolling Rocks instead. Bring Rolling Rocks instead. Yeah, Mike, get disqualified. No. Well, it's... Uh, yeah, well, those will be okay. So this is... this Is is this part of the Special Olympics thing? What's that? Is oh, the... The, 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 the event? Pool? Yeah. Yeah, that's the competition, and the teams uh, put together a fundraising team. So I have a fundraising page um, where people have been donating towards, and then there's a certain amount of people that actually are going to participate in the competition. Okay. So this is so uh, a competition awesome. and a fundraiser. So the people that participate are participating and contributing, but then the people who aren't participating can contribute to the cause as well. So anybody can contribute. Exactly. This is like a week, I get somebody sponsored. I love this. this. I, yeah. I really, I'm bummed. I'm really bummed. I wish we could go. I know. I, but we already have plans. We have family in from Sicily, and we're going to be down in D.C. already this weekend. Otherwise, we would absolutely 1,000% be there. But if Luigi can uh, get off work and, and work it out with his schedule, he definitely wants to be there. He'll be taking pictures. He'll probably go live and, and videotape some of it for us. So that we can. Not me, man. I'm not. I'm going there to grip it and rip it. That's it. We're well, somebody airplane. else it, can man. hold your phone. I want nobody hold my phone. You see the grip it and rip it. Grip it and rip it, brother. We That's have, it. We have over 15. We have uh, We have about 15 sponsors. Yeah, there's been people that have been small vendors in the South Jersey area and Philly area. We did a diamond donate. We did um, a bar crawl. We've done a bunch of different events. So we've done really well, and we've got a great. Very, very cool. I've done it, so um, you know, I'm really ex make, 
I'm really making, looking forward to make this like an every year thing, an annual thing, and, and hopefully watch it grow. It'd be really cool. Great job, man. We, we know we love helping charities as much as we can. And obviously, a lot of people have been asked to do a lot of things. We're helping all the folks through all these terrible hurricanes. And whenever there's an issue in this country, and we, Rob and I love going out and doing charity functions and, and at least helping people do what we can. And hopefully, we, we can raise some money. Luigi will talk about it again tomorrow night on his uh, Funkin' Fantasy podcast. Yeah, Robin, do me a favor. Just get me that information and email it over to me. Absolutely. And then I'll, I'll help promote it myself for you uh, tomorrow on my, on my program, too. That's awesome, Luigi. I actually I caught the first two episodes, and I think you're doing a great job. And I like how you, you communicate back and forth with everyone listening while running the whole show. You do a really good job, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Check's in the middle. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it, man. Maybe you guys could take Luigi up there because you're in Cherry Hill. Absolutely. You can swing by here in Philly and uh, go keep going up. I'll take the mini coop right up, bro. You're going to go right up the turnpike? Yeah, man. All right, all right. Oh, I'm right there. I'll be right there. I'll be right there. I'll personally <laughs> come pick you up, and we'll go up together. All right. Well, like, like, like I said, I'm going to get, um, get your info from Robin, and I'll check my work schedule. If everything's okay, if everything lines up where I'm able to go up there, I I'll be more than happy to come well, up and we help We'll arrange this afterwards, but we also have Chomping at the Bit. Mr. Tom Arnold, who wants to come call, on. I so, have to call him. we have to so call him. So, Dan, right thank back. you so much for contacting me. And uh, it's for a wonderful cause. It's something that is true and dear to my heart and yours as well. Mine too. Um, I think everybody here. So, um, and, and if I don't speak to you before then, good luck on Saturday. Thank you. I'll keep you guys updated. Hopefully, Luigi can make it out. But if he can't, I will give you guys an update with how everything went. Please Appreciate do. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, guys. Thanks, bud. Odubel Herrera from the Phillies. Watch the swing on this pitch here, Luigi. <laughs> Almost hit a home run on a ball that he just basically went all the way around to try to get, and it just just short of the wall. But it's 3-2 Phillies. Oh, it was it? three feet inside, man. I know. He almost it was. knocked it out the park, too. I know he did. All right, so, Tone, so... Just wow. so you know, Tony, I actually have a camera on the TV. Oh, okay. So when you're right. talking about it, just let me now know. Now that the Phillies then... don't have to win 100, no, and they can't lose now 100 games, I think the uh, pressure's off. We call it the dumpster fire cam, but before. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> so while, while we were on the phone with Dan, Tony's phone rang. Yes. And that was Tom Arnold calling us back. Did you call him back right now? I have, I'm going to get him on the line right now. We're going to call him live. Let's so dial it up right now. We're going to dial it up right now. Just dial the damn phone back. Calling, we're calling you, them live. I, I can't hear. Can you crack me up a little bit more? More? I'm more. Deaf, yeah. Other Can you tweak your tweakers? Hello. Is Tom Arnold home? Hello. Is Tom there? This is he. Tom, I'm Tony, here. Tony Bruno, how are you, man? Good, man. How you doing, buddy? Beautiful. We're on the world-famous Tony Bruno Show live podcast. Heard all over oh, the world, Tom. Oh, man. That's exciting. I knew it was. I knew it would excite you. By the way, first of all, let me say, yeah. Ashley, your wife's from Philly. We met her when we were in L.A. Yep. We moved back here about five yep. years ago now. How many years, Robin? Six years ago? Forever. And now you have two bad. How old are the two kids now? Well, Jax is almost four and a half, and uh, Quinn is uh, 21 months. Yeah, she's wow. going to be two the day before my birthday. Really? She missed out being in so December 19th by one Oh, my day. gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. And how old are you going to be, Robin? <laughs> a little bit older. But still not, oh, fi my. not 50 yet, Tom. No, no. Not quite I'm 50. Not, I am not 50 yet. I will be 49 this year. I'm a man. I'm 40. Exactly. There you go. Well, Tom, I was well, thinking about, young, I was thinking about you earlier today. Exactly. I was thinking about you a lot earlier today when the Steven Seagal picture popped up all over Twitter. Wow. <laughs> From, was wow. he in Russia? Because I only saw the picture. 
And I, I immediately thought of the story where we were doing the best damn sports show. It had to be, what, 2003, 2004, when yeah. Seagal came yeah. on the show and was on the set and how, how bizarre it was back then. <laughs> yes. Well, Steven Seagal, we did a movie called Exit Woods. And uh, it was me and him and Anthony Anderson at DMX. And, uh, it was, uh, and uh, my trailer was between him and DMX. And uh, Steven Seagal does not rehearse. I'm going to say this. He does not rehearse. Uh, he, uh, he, uh, at that time, he was not quite as big, but he was pretty big. He was a big boy. And uh, his moo-moos were a little bit uh, smaller, but uh, he's a big boy. And, you know, he's a legend. And uh, so we were filming on uh, outside of Toronto. It was pretending it was Lake Michigan, of course, you know, pretending we were in Detroit. And uh, they had one of these houseboats with a door on each side of the, of the houseboat. So you could pull up either side and be on the dock, get out the, walk out the door, be on the dock, whether you pulled in from the left or the right. So it had two doors, you know. And so Anthony and I, Anderson and I are sitting on one side of it, this little houseboat, and Steven Seagal's on the other. And he's sitting there, and the director is begging him to rehearse this little scene we're about to do in the houseboat. And he argues for 45 minutes with the director why he won't rehearse. Like, I don't rehearse, man. I don't rehearse. Like, it just, it's like a 30-second scene. He won't rehearse. So 45 minutes go by. Finally, the director gives up. He says, roll cameras. And Steven Seagal gets up and goes, now I'm going to go to town and kill your whole blanking family. And then he goes to the right. And see, that's when I realized, oh, my God, he forgot which door goes to the dock because the door he's walking to is the one that goes to the ocean. And so I look at Anthony Anderson, and I'm like, should I tell him? And he's like, no. And he takes, opens the door, takes one step, and he's gone into the water. <laughs> and, and, and I run over there to get him, and you can see the black Sharpie ink from his hair. I'm not even kidding. I swear on my life he puts that in his hair. You can see that come up to the surface. And I try to fish him out, and he is wet, and he, I try, he is heavy, man. I get Anthony Anderson to help me. And, uh, you know, that's a life lesson. That's... <laughs> Well, yeah, I wasn't fortunate enough to work with him, but when we were on the Best Damn Sports Show, I remember he was on the set, and, you know, we had great makeup people there who are still there, believe it or not, because I see them on Fox yes, and their great, NFL great. games. And I remember that the makeup women would come out, you know, during the breaks because there were hot lights and it would take us four hours to do those shows. And when, when he was on, he would not allow any of the makeup people to touch him up. He had his own person that no. came over and made sure that that widow's peak, and that, it was bizarre. It was like the, the strangest guest I've ever been around anywhere. It was so surreal. It was, I, I couldn't believe it was happening. Were you under siege every time you were he, I was? He's, <laughs> he's gotten worse. And I have to say this. Uh, he's a big guy. He's got huge wrists. And I have no doubt that I could take him. No <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Whereas my next movie was with Jet Li, who's five foot tall maximum, weighs 100 pounds. His hands are the size of doll hands. And I know he could kick everybody's ass on that old show. Because he's a jet. He was a judo champion of all of China. Like, he's the real deal. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, Steven Seagal can't even move. Well, Steven Seagal is just, like, sloppy now. Oh, it's just right. God bless him. He's very sensitive. Like I told these stories on the Best Ass Four Show, and he got very sad about it. But I was like, <laughs> and this thing with Russia. By the way, he's a friend of Putin. He's a Russian citizen. Yep. He has no right to tell us anything that we could do over here. He sells Russian guns to Americans. That's what he does for a living. So shut up. Come on, Tom. Didn't you buy a Kalishnikov from him? <laughs> well, I, got, I buy American guns. My guns are all from America, brother. Exactly. Smith we don't need Weston, to import uh, that crap. Exactly. So, you know, the amazing thing is, I obviously, because the guy looks weird, and he's people don't realize that Steve is a guy. He's weird. 
Yeah. He's always been weird. Steve, I looked it up today. Steven Seagal's movies, the 19 movies where he was the starring character, have made $778 million. And this is in the 90s when it only cost five bucks to go to the movies, not 15. Where did you see that? Was that on the Russian uh, RT? I saw that, I, 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 I saw that on the... On the uh, on the Russian uh, Donald Trump uh, page, I think did, they did had you, a separate page. Well, let me tell you something. He did very well, and Exavoots was a great. It opened. It had a fifty million dollar opening or something. It had, it, we opened number one. He had every opportunity to be to be great. Joel Silver produced that great cast, number one movie. But he was a jerk to everybody, and and also you could see if you watch that movie in the theater, you could see he's got one inch of Sharpie ink. On his forehead, he wouldn't. They made him a wig that cost seventy grand to wear to the movie. I'd wear a wig in a second. Tony Bruno, your wig would be a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar wig. But <laughs> they made him a wig, and he was too. His ego was too big to wear a wig. But he literally—I'm not kidding you. Anthony Anderson backed me up. He literally—I saw him coloring his head with black sharpie ink, and you could see it on the movie screen. So I, I know I was you know, using just for men, Tom. I've, I've been using them. I finally let it go. I said screw it, and it was you. And I tell the story a million times, and a lot of people have heard it. But if it weren't for you, I would not have a bald head today. You were the guy that got me to that shave my true. head. I, ha I have Allie well, Lynch's phone number in my phone right now. You're a great sport her. about that. You're a great sport. And that was very homoerotic, shaving your head. I have to say that. Well, I mean, I didn't mean that. But I'll say that, Tom. Well, but I you know who did it? Allie Landry did it. It wasn't you, Tom. It was Al the great Allie Landry. Oh. Doritos chicken. Oh, Tom, was, that makes sense. <laughs> now the I know I was homoerotic. She's yeah. amazing. Tom, it was the best thing that ever happened to Tony. And we still we haven't made a giant. You know, I should have called you last week. We're going to make another Giants Eagles bet because that was the bet that well, I lost the bet oh to you in a Giants Eagles game because you're a Giants fan because of the Tish family connection that you have in the Maras. And we made a bet and I lost. And I, Tom says I get to shave your head on national TV, and that's how my head was shaved. What was the, what was the bet if Tom, if Tom would have lost? I don't remember. What did you? What would you? Do you remember what you had to do if you lost? You were going to shave my pubes, I think. Oh, okay. Think yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> okay. We did a lot of that. We, we were way no, ahead of the game. It was something, <laughs> it was something oh. eating-wise. Or me and Steve Tish were going to eat something. I don't know what it was, but I'm glad we didn't bet last week. You Damn losing right. that bet was the best thing that ever happened to you. It was, it really, because I, you know, I've had the shaved head since. It looks better. It totally uh, looks better. And uh, Tom still looks but good, too. Told Tony... Tony, you were bald already. You just had the sides, the old man's sides. You look so much cooler now. Yeah, people say, well, not now because I've aged. Since I moved back east, I've aged. Ever since I left L.A. and Venice Beach and, and the good life and riding bikes every day, I've become fat, old, and ugly, Tom. It's, it happens to some of us. Oh, my God. Who says that? That's crazy. You're a beautiful man. <laughs> All right, Tom, before we let you go, what are you, what are you up to these days? I know other than having raising a family now. Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, I'm doing stand-up on the road. I'm doing a special in November. I have a movie called Dead Ant that comes out in uh, October, which is I play the manager of an 80s hair band that is going to resurrect him. I'm taking him to Coachella for their comeback. Actually, it's Nochella, which they find out on the way there. Steve is the drummer. to get some, <laughs> He's up to, to see uh, there's some uh, American Indians there that sell party supplies, and we stop there to get some, to get some inspiration. And he, he says... Don't kill anything. And Sean Astin's one of the band members with a giant wig on, and he uh, urinates on an ant, and that ant starts growing, and all the ants start growing, and it's a horror, kind of a horror comedy. 
And it's actually turned out pretty well, so I, I highly recommend it. You should have gotten Odell Beckham Jr. to urinate on something for you while, while you were doing that. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing with Odell. Here, it, it, it's a bit, but if your bit has to be explained to people, you, he needs a friend that he can go, hey, I'm thinking about doing this dog pee thing in reference to the SOB line that uh, Trump said. Well, that's a, such a big leap. You know, sports fans have to get it right on the spot. Oh, I get that joke. You shouldn't have to explain it. You know, it, so it should be communicated better. So it, that's the deal. He needs. To, I'll be his comedy guy. I'll come. I'll tell Tish that I want to be his comedy guy. So to run stuff by me. Now, Tom, is your comedy tour taking you um, out and about on this in this neck of the woods? Well, I was in Baltimore last weekend. I promise you guys, I'll let you know. I'll be. I'm sure I'll be out there soon. And I'll, I, I hope so. I'll let you know. And I'll, you better I'll not come to Philly it. and not let me know, Tom. I'll hunt you oh, down. I would never do that. I will do that. I give you my word. Right, and bring right. Ashley and the bring kids. Bring Ashley and the I kids. See, I want to see the kids. I mean, I only get to see them on Facebook, and they are so freaking cute. I don't know how they came out of part of you, but uh, I know it's crazy. The best part of kids are out of the turkey base. Came home today, and uh, my wife came in, and she, she tears in her like literally cried. Like, the big kids uh, called him fat at school day. My son's very big. He's bigger than he's a head taller than everybody, and he's twenty pounds heavier. He's four, and uh, she goes the big kids. Called him fat today at school. You know how mean kids are. Like, oh, they're absolutely. probably seven years old, and they're and so I said, it said, Jax, tell us how it made you feel. Did it hurt your feelings? He's like, no. And she goes, how did it make you feel? And he goes, I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> and I was like, hey. <laughs> and she's like, Tom, tell him about tell him why he can't do that. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, here's how I know why kid loves me unconditionally. I go, son, you won't believe this, but kids used to say that about your dad when he was little. And he's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I love him. It's the best thing ever. The great Tom Arnold, ladies and gentlemen. Good to talk thanks, to you, Tom. Uh, th thanks for uh, checking back in tonight. I appreciate it, man. We love the Steven Seagal stories. You don't get that anywhere else. That's true. <laughs> Bye, Robin. You guys take it easy. All right, Tom. Take Bye, care, Tom. buddy. Yeah, yeah. Let's give him a round of applause. It's a great time on Actual comedian, voice of the fan, as he used to call him on the, on the best damn sports show. People ripped that show back in the day. Now everybody's trying to be like that See, that show. wasn't a good idea for me to try to tell you to call Tom. Did you try? You tell me to try to call Tom? Just trying to say it was kind of my idea. It was? Yes. How was it his idea? It when I'm the one who you're earlier today, your head no, but it should be going yes, Robin. I saw when I saw Steven Seagal today and his face plastered all over Twitter. He told me to call. I Tom. said bullshit. I said I got a great Steven Seagal story about how his hair because his hair is worse than ever now. I mean, he looks like I he know. literally gets a a, a can sharpie of, pen. Yeah, a, a sharpie and his beard too. I mean, it's so unnatural and it's ridiculously preposterous. But I'm talking now, 14 years ago. I know he was doing that <laughs> stuff. He's got the Magnum out there now. Oh, the man. It may be just ironed on now. I, I mean, it may be. It, it is the craziest thing I've ever shoe seen. Shoe polish. I mean, it used but to be that point, people used shoe polish. Just wear a wig. I mean, at that point, I mean, they already have it now where you're bald. You, I mean, you can have like a wig. Like Travolta wears pieces. Of course he does. Multiple yeah. pieces. Some guys look great with pieces. Speaking some guys don't. Travolta, we might have uh, some uh, another one of our, your Absolutely. friends coming on soon to promote yeah. something that Travolta's yes. involved in, which has well, been in the works. Actually, we have several... Many, many premieres that are going on oh. with friends of ours. David Boreanaz, yeah. his uh, show is premiering tonight. That's yes. how come he could not come on. Formerly of Falls. Well, he's not doing the show live, and but Angel. the show's on tonight. No, he's doing, uh, it's, it's called Navy SEALs or SEALs, SEAL Team. Yes. SEAL Team. Uh, 
SEAL no, Team. not SEAL Team Six. No, SEAL Team Six. SEAL Team. Is, is, is and so his show premieres tonight, and that's how come he could not come on the show tonight, but we will get him soon Absolutely. and to talk about his And a big adventure. hockey guy, too. Yes. And then our the buddy. Big and then Leo Rossi, who Love was Rossi, the man. head writer of the new John Gotti movie. Um, the preview starring, for, for that. Starring John Travolta. John, starring John, John Travolta, Travolta as, as John Gotti. As John Gotti. Um, we will have him on to talk about that project, and we've known about that project. This was a long, yes. dear-to-his-heart project that he this has been working on. This is at least four on. years, four or oh, no, no, five years that, in the making. Because this was way before we moved here. So this was the, I think this was either the first or second time that I came to Philly. Which so we weren't been, even here yet? No. So this is like eight Robin years and ago. Robin met John Gotti Jr. the same day she met was he Leo Ross? Okay. No, it was over at Tony okay. Luke's. Okay. <laughs> should I should I Why tell the story? Over Tony no, because we got to get to we got to we got to get what's his name on here. Oh, that's right. Who? We have Ricky Ricardo. Hello, oh, hello. hello. Sorry, I'm hello. Lucy. I'm sorry. What the hell, bro? You just heard some great stories from Tom Arnold. We did hear a lot of great stories. From you want to hear some great stories? Everybody's heard the call, but come in. In fact, we're going to go to him right now. Let's do it. Because over the weekend, some great sports stuff happened. Some bad sports stuff happened. But the greatest call of this 2017 NFL season happened at Lincoln Financial Field. That was it, ladies and gentlemen. That was the call of the week. You could talk about what happened here. I don't know. I don't know, Tony, but everything was playing, everything was playing fine, and then all of a sudden it just cut out. So I'm going to try to, re to, to redo it. All right, because we heard the call. We heard that. Did, did, we, did we get to the interview with Ricky at least? Yeah, it just, the, the interview had just started, and then all of a sudden it went to dead air. It's dead air. Yeah. <laughs> this is not me. This is, this is we need to we need to do a, a GoFundMe for a new computer to run the stinking show. This is what how old saying. is that computer? Old enough. How old is that computer? Too old. Seriously, Tony, it, it's just is not the audio is not playing. I'm sorry. I, I We're going to have to bring down my stinking. Why can't we bring my desktop down here like I've been telling you? My Apple. I keep hearing Brian Gutherman gave us the money to buy an Apple computer. Which we bought did. an Apple computer. It's up in my office. We don't bring it down Can't here. Well, all you guys do is bitch about needing a computer so we can run this crap. Oh, Ricky Ricard must be a star. All right, well, I found it. I have it, okay. I have it set up better to go. So take two. All right, so I should start it from the top? Yes. Well, no, start it right after, right after the call because it... Let me hear the call one more time. Okay, start more it so time. it doesn't screw it up again. Well, it was not my fault to begin with. Well, so I'm not saying so, I said, so it doesn't screw up again. All right, well... That was it, ladies and gentlemen. That was the call of the week. You could talk about 
You know, the Green Bay Packers. You can talk about the Dallas Cowboys. You can talk about anything that happened in week three in the National Football League. But there's nothing, and I mean nothing, that could surpass the greatness that is. My friend, Ricky Ricardo, who does the uh, Spanish broadcast for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he does the Spanish broadcast for the New York Yankees in baseball. And he joins us right now, Rick. As my good friend Gladys, how are you, Tony? As my good friend Gladys Jimenez Hello would there. say, "I, Papi, to that card." Gladys, Gladys, Tony, Gladys. You gotta get the accent on the right syllable, Gladys. <laughs> and he also needs to get the sultry tone down. He doesn't quite have that. I, Papi. I know, but the C si Senor has been ringing. <laughs> I love it. That C si Senor call has been ringing throughout the world all week long. I mean, everybody's played. Merrill Reese, of course, his call's great. You know, he's the voice of the Eagles. But to be the, you know, to do it. Yep. And I said this many times, and I love Merrill, and you know him, and we're all friends. But there's nothing, and I mean nothing, in even in any sport, even in cricket, that sounds better than a Spanish language broadcast, whether it's soccer. Whether it's cricket, whether it's rugby, or whether it's the National Football League, man, there's just something about it. Well, it's, it's passionate. And let me tell you a side story about this, Tony, and you're going to get a kick out of it. The Philadelphia Eagles this year moved me out of my regular broadcast booth, which was, you know, Gordon well. You know, Broadcast Row, where all the radio and television booths are located, correct? Right. I had the first booth that I shared with Temple University for all these years. And this preseason, I got word that I could not use that booth any further because Joe Douglas wanted that booth on game days. So the Eagles built me a booth which is enclosed in glass in the back rear, uh, the right rear corner of the written press box. So I'm doing that game this past Sunday behind two glass walls. What Donald Trump was not able to do, the Eagles did. They built a wall, you know, for the Spanish guys. Okay? And, and, and I, I have no view, pr practically no view of uh, the scoreboard, anything, the down, the, you know, the, uh, the clock, nothing. So my spotter was keeping me abreast of everything that was going on. And that's how I knew it was a 61-yarder. I waited for the referee's signal. That was the only way that I, that I uh, was able to tell that it was good. And obviously, we went a little crazy there and had a good time with it. Wow, I didn't. See, this is something I did not know. That's why we have this podcast, and that's why we're fortunate to be friends with the great Ricky Ricardo. So basically, mm. well, Mexico didn't pay for the wall, but Jeffrey Lurie did then, right? Basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> In a strange way, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> So I know how. By the way, is. by yes. the way, I was just down on the field. I got to. I got to mention this, Tony. I was just down on the field a few minutes ago with your friend and mine, the great Mike Tyson. The champ was with me here at Yankee Stadium a few minutes ago, and I mentioned to him that I was going to go on the air with Tony Bruno, and his face lit up like a crimson, you know, like a Christmas tree. It was, it was wonderful to see. The champ still remembers his buddy, the great Tony Bruno. Well, yeah, Mike's a great guy. Everybody who's ever been around him. I mean, you, you talk about athletes that light up a room. I'm, I mean, when we're in Vegas and there's a fight, when Mike Tyson walks into any room, like the whole world stops. Like, Michael, there are very few athletes where when they walk into any place, everybody stops what they're doing. And Tyson, despite all of his problems over his years, is still one of those guys. It's unbelievable. Yeah, no, he, he lit up the guy. Everybody was taking pictures with him, Aaron Judge, Joe Girardi, everyone. It's great to see Mike back in town here uh, for a couple of days. He looks great. 
He looks like he's in good shape, real mellow. It was good to see him. We're talking with Ricky Ricard. Now, Ricky, you've been doing this for a while because I was on in San Francisco with my buddy yep. Damon Bruce. I do a hit every Tuesday in, out there in the Bay Area. And, you know, when people hear your name and they don't know you, they're like, oh, Ricky Ricardo must be a stage name. Come on, really, Ricky Ricardo? But that's your real name, is it not? No, it's not. My middle name is Ricardo. And the great Frankie Crocker, who was the guy that gave me my first radio job, in New York back in 1981, took my middle name, which is Ricardo, and since I was a Cuban doing urban radio, crossover rhythm radio at the time, he said, hey, let's just take your name and double it. Nobody's ever going to forget you since you're, you know, Desi Arnaz is Cuban and you're Cuban. And we ran with it, and he, the one thing he told me was, he says, remember this, nobody's ever going to forget you. And he was absolutely right. Now, get this, Tony, i got to tell you the story. How about this for a 48-hour period? Saturday afternoon. I did the Yankees-Toronto game in Spanish. I went, and you know our buddy Sweeney Murdy was out that day. So I did Sweeney Murdy's English post-game show on WFAN with Susan Walden and the champagne celebration and the whole thing. I get in a car. This is at Hudson Street, downtown Manhattan, because I wasn't in Toronto because I had to be in Philadelphia on Sunday. So I get in the car. I go down the turnpike at about 90 miles an hour to get to WIP Studios and I was in Philadelphia to do the Philadelphia Phillies post-game show in English after their game against the Braves. Follow that with the Eagles pre-game show Saturday night and my talk show on, uh, on the FM in Philadelphia. I went to Mount Laurel, three, four hours sleep, got to Lincoln Financial Field, did the game, had the call on Sunday afternoon, did the second Eagles post-game show on FM in Philadelphia, drove back to New York, I was here for a day game on Monday afternoon against the Kansas City Royals and called Aaron Judge's 49th and 50th home runs to break the rookie record. How about that for a broadcast 48 hours? Well, i got to give you a roaring, and I mean a roaring round of applause. I mean, that's the kind... It's unbelievable. You know, I can't do it. I mean, you, you know, I can't do that. I used to do that kind of crazy schedule all the time when I was running around the country and going from Bristol, Connecticut to Philly and then going back on the air, but... You're an animal, Rick. You are an absolute animal. And I mean that with the most respect well, humanly possible. I'm enjoying it. And, and the people at the Four Letter Network uh, are actually doing a piece on me that will come out, I guess, on Monday on their uh, website, uh, chronicling my travels and you know, going back and forth with Yankees, Eagles, talk show, English, Spanish, the whole, the whole shebang here. They, they followed me around for three days. It's really amazing when you take a look at it. Well, that's great. I mean, imagine that. Now, the Eagles are still a young team, and they're 2-1, and one, and I know a lot of people are down on Doug Peterson, but we're not going to talk about that. But the fact that you get to do the Eagles and the Yankees, who right now, I mean, with the last yep. weekend of the regular baseball season, I mean, there are a lot of things still up in the air. So are the, uh, you know, who, who do you like this weekend? Because obviously the, the Phillies aren't going to lose 100 games, which they hadn't done since 1961. No. So that's good news if you're a Phillies fan. But for the Yankees... Judge is hot again, and now all of a sudden, the last weekend of the baseball season, there's a lot of stuff on the line. It could be interesting if the Red Sox keep losing because we're only three games behind Boston. Worst-case scenario, the Yankees will have the wild card. They're here on Tuesday night at the stadium, more than likely against the Minnesota Twins, who, who you know have a look of fear on their face whenever they walk into this building. They haven't won in this place in a long, long time. We just swept them last week. And three beatdowns, you know, they had the bus, you know, rolling, they had the, the, the plane ready to go. They wanted to get the heck out of here as fast as they could. 
Uh, and so the Twins will more than likely be here if the Yankees don't catch the Red Sox. But this weekend, Tony, as you mentioned, it could get interesting because the Red Sox still have to play the Houston Astros, who are still trying to have the best record in the American League to have home field advantage. So they're going to play all their guys. They're going to play to win at Fenway against Boston in a four-game series. While the Yankees are at home here, we have the Tampa Bay um, Tampa Bay Rays tomorrow, tonight and tomorrow, and then the weekend against the Toronto Blue Jays. So uh, you, you never know. This may come down to a one-game playoff on Monday for the AL East before we get to the possible wild-card game on Tuesday or the division series on Tuesday. Goodness gracious! Yeah, as the great Susan Wallman once said, Joe, what was it? Well, that was who, who, by the way, about three three feet from me right now, here to my right. Well, say hi to Susan for us. I miss all my great friends in New York. I will, say I hi. will do that. Well, Ricky, it's always great to talk to you, man. It was great to hear that call. When you tweeted it out, when somebody heard it out, I gave you love. I mean, everybody gave you love on Twitter. Everybody gave you love all over the world. It was just a great, great call because we don't hear si senor that often after the end of a call. We usually, we usually hear goal. So is si senor or goal, last yeah. thing I'll ask you, which is your favorite thing to scream at the end of something important that ends a game. Like if the Yankees, you know, go on to win the World Series or win the pennant or win the wild card or whatever they're in, what would be the, the is, is there a go-to call in Spanish? Well, no, my, my signature is the si senor, and that'll work not only for a, for a field goal, but that'll work for a win if the, if the Yanks are to pull off a big win in the postseason. I'll go with the si senor chant. And by the way, there is a growing movement amongst Eagles fans. I've been seeing this on, on social media that everyone wants to start screaming at the stadium, si senor, every time Elliott kicks another field goal. That, well, that would just be amazing. We may have to bring back these sombreros from the old, uh, but, uh, uh, what's his name, Flotilla. The Padilla uh, Flotilla. Remember that, Vicente Padilla? The Padilla Flotilla, yeah, <laughs> Vicente, Vicente Padilla. Absolutely. Now, the other good thing about si senor is you don't have to have, like, that really long breath. You don't lose breath. Because when you do the whole no, goal thing, no. you have to like keep going and going and going. Whereas a C senor, yeah, you can you, you can, can just repeat it. No, and everybody can relate to the C senor. You know, you, you can be as American as mom's apple pie, and you know what the C senor is all about. It, it kind of crosses over. It's simple. It's easy. It's, it's kind of catchy. I think everybody has a good time with it. I like it. It rolls off my lips just as easy as uno mas, por favor. <laughs> when you say C there you go, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ricky, good luck, man. Thanks so much. Uh, I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm a Phillies fan, but they're not going anywhere. But it's, it's got to be another great feeling to see Aaron Judge, who went cold for a while, now heating up in the last weekend of the baseball and the baseball playoffs just around the corner. Thanks so much, buddy. Good to talk to it, you. It's a, beautiful, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Tony, we'll talk soon. God bless both of you. God bless. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rick. Take care, man. All right, man. Thanks a lot, buddy. The great Ricky Ricardo. Not his real full name, but his first and middle names are Ricky Ricardo. Solid name, though. Very solid. Well, you got to remember, if you're a Babalu fan, Babalu. if you're an I Love Lucy fan. Lucy. How many people even know that Ricky Ricardo was Lucille Ball's husband in the uh, Lucy show? I would, be, I would be so sad if people didn't know that. I well, knew that never even seen an episode, and I knew that. Yes, I've never seen an episode of I Love Lucy. Yes, Tony, it's well, fine. I'll it's give a, my... No! Because I say it when you when you haven't heard of like some legendary rock song because you weren't born then, you always we always get into this debate. I don't expect you to know everything. I certainly didn't expect you to know Ricky Ricardo. 
Because the the Rick the I Love Lucy show was when I was a little kid. Yeah, but they've had reruns on. Forever. I know that, but a lot of people don't see reruns unless they watch me TV like I do at night. I watch I uh, Ion. 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 TV. Positively, uh, what is it they say on that show? Positively. Positively on. No, positively something. But me TV shows the old school stuff like Star Trek, which I don't like. I never like Star. I never. Trek. I never was Garbage. a Trekkie. But they'll show like uh, Golden Girls. Love they'll the show Golden Girls. Batman, the TV series. Adam West, who just passed away. A little yeah, while. they show. Uh, you know, they show all the good stuff. Uh, you know what? Look, me TV. Actually, you don't even need cable to get me TV. It's one of those channels that's available if you have one of those antennas that just yes. gets everything. Over the air. Like Antenna TV. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna get I'm gonna cut my cable pretty soon. I gotta cut the cord too, Tony. I'm paying a buck seventy a month. You're, I'm dude. paying two fifty seven a month. You got two boxes with two DVRs. I got I one, one, one. I have one DVR. You have one, one DVR, one, but you got but two but boxes. It, well it but you can record from all Yeah, you boxes. only need one we DVR. One DVR and we have one, two, four. We have four boxes. Four boxes. Four and a lot of crap oh, that I wouldn't watch at gunpoint. <laughs> I wouldn't watch these shows at gunpoint. If I could buy a la carte TV, that'd probably only have 10 stations. Well, we can That's get rid it. 10. We can, we can for sure get rid of HBO now because I want HBO Game of gone. Thrones is going to be on for two years. Do you have Showtime? Yeah, I, have yes. show, I don't need Showtime. So you can get rid of all your premiums. Yep. Get rid, I don't need any of that. I'm, I don't want to see the same 15 bad movies on Showtime. Get rid of ESPN. HBO hasn't had a good movie on in decades. It's all this crap that they self-produce that people like. HBO, the stars. only thing is stars, stars is actually stars the best. Is good. If I can just stars get stars, stars, Showtime gone. Netflix, uh, Netflix we, sucks. We, no, Netflix, Netflix is good. Netflix sucks. No, it's not. Yes, it does. It Netflix sucks. Netflix is awesome. No, it doesn't. No, because there's you have, one you stinking show well, on there. The, the travel that is what I, I watch. BS, Tony Bruno. You, you tell me one show that you said watch this show on Netflix. It's great, and no. then I watch it and I say. This blows chunks. Actually, it blows chunks, Netflix. You're, you're thinking of a different show. No, right? I'm thinking of Netflix. I'm thinking of Netflix. No, because there's I, all I, these I, movies I on there. I, if I watch Netflix, I'm the opposite of chill. I'm apoplectic. Aye, Netflix aye, and aye, go aye. nuts. So Netflix, Ricky, up yours. Ricky, right? I disagree with you. I wouldn't pay a dime for Netflix. Not a dime. I would just steal it from somebody else with the I don't password. pay a dime. I pay $10 a month for it. That's what I pay. Damn right. So cut the cord, everybody. I'm out. I could live without any sports channels. Any sports channels. Did you see DirecTV is giving people their money back? For who what? Are, who are pissing and moaning about uh, the uh, national anthem protest? People say, really? you know, people are, everybody wants a boycott. I'm not in for boycotts. You know what a boycott is? You don't watch it. But you don't go in the, oh, we're going to call the sponsors and tell them never to, I'm never going to buy another beer again. I'm not going to buy... Drugs. Now, one more can of Natty Ice. Exactly. A natty Light will be poured in this stadium. Except for... Now, if they start advertising quality products like <laughs> Promethazine with Codeine, I highly recommend it, my friends, right there. Exactly. And if you buy right now, <laughs> we'll send you a second bottle of Promethazine with Codeine. Just pay ship a separate shipping and handling. Which you may or may not realize you received <laughs> once you wake up from the first bottle of what the hell that's called. And the dude from That's My Pillow will come to your house absolutely free and hold that baby right there while we get a turkey baster and impregnate your wife right here on the Tony Bruno Wine Cellar sleeper bed. Wow, that Cody really... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Tony, we were watching. Uh, we were watching uh, Jason Worth here hit a bad ball. 
Oh, 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 off, over the defensive the line, off the wall, field. and you have a, you got an update from earlier. Well, with, you know, with, people, with the race again, with the hundred loss race. If the hundred loss race is over, the Phillies will not lose a hundred. That's a guaranteed lock right now. But Phillies in bat, you know, they're in ba- they're in a big battle with the San Francisco Gigante for the worst record in baseball. Giants played a day game today and they lost. And so now, if you're scoring at home, and if you are, congratulations. It's Wednesday night. Get the weekend started early. The Giants have lost their game. And now, all of a sudden, the Phillies are losing 5-3. Jason Worth uh, busts it wide open with a bases loaded double. And it's 5-3 in that game. But with the Giants losing, the Giants already sit now at uh, 62-97. and They lost their 97th game tonight. Phillies lost to already have 63 losses. Okay. So they will, they will get their 63rd loss tonight. They'll be tied unless they can come back and win this game. And who knows? It's only like the sixth inning, I think. Is it the sixth? I believe or is so. Is it the bottom of the bottom of the fifth, or is it the sixth inning? I'll, I'll let you know in a second. Well, it's the here. bottom of whatever it is, because the Phillies are. Right, I know it's the bottom of some inning. It's the bottom of the fifth. So bottom of the fifth, five free Nats. There's still a lot of baseball to play, but you know the Nats got some hitters. But anyway, so the Phillies are sitting at 62 and 90, 63 and 95. So they already have 63 wins. The Giants still have 63 wins. So the, the Phillies will still have 63 wins well, this, this or 64. Made, this game is 158 on the schedule, which leaves them with 24 to go. 24 to go. There's only four to go. The Phillies oh, will have... I'm sorry, 182. I'm the sorry, Phillies, four games, the, sorry. After tonight, the Phillies will have one final weekend, right. one final series. This weekend, of course, they'll play... Uh, who are they playing this week? I wrote it down here, and I can't find it now. I'll take a look for it real quick. Tom. I got it right here. Phillies have a final weekend series. Against? Against, uh, I, I, I thought I wrote it on here, and I didn't. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'll get it for you in two seconds. Sorry. Tonight is their last game with the Nationals of the series. Then they'll finish up at home. The Giants finish up against the San Diego Padres at home with their final three games out in San Francisco. And they lost to Arizona today. So they're 62-97, and 97, San Francisco. As the Phillies already have 63 wins, they could be 64-95 and 95 or 63-96, and 96, still ahead of the Giants. Giants have three to go now. Phillies have three to go after tonight as well. We'll be walking them in the, uh, the New York Metropolitan. The Metropolitan's the final weekend series. Thought I wrote that down here. That's okay, Tony. That's all right, man. You've been, you've been on some heavy coughs here, so it's okay. But I've been, I've been a lot of, I've got a lot of work done here. I that is a lot it, of stuff. I gave, uh, by the way, even Tom Arnold didn't know the stats on, uh, on the great Steven Seagal. No. 19 films where he was the lead actor earned 700 and, I'm sorry, $722,500 at the box office. And million, remember, million, not thousand. Seven hundred twenty-two million. Yeah, million. million. That's three quarters of a billion dollars. Million. Back when we're talking eighties and early nineties, it didn't cost fifteen dollars to go to the Listen, theater. Back credit. Then. He was a major action star for Absolutely. a long time, man. I know. This guy had Under Siege one and two, which were monster hits. Yep. Executive Decision, Exit Wounds. Glimmerman sucked though. No, there's a lot of his movies that suck, but they all made money because he was the hot action star of the day. Correct. Sort of like when Arnold did all of his stuff, right? What and was then the Bruce other? Willis. Who was the other um, uh, martial arts dude that was huge? The 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 Belgian dude. He's still oh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme had a, had a a window there. What four years? Yeah, where he made. You know what's weird though? Jean Claude and Steven Seagal, both martial arts guys. Right. Both kind of weird. Didn't Jean Claude Van Damme get his ass kicked by Mike Mamula or the other way around? Mike Mamula. Yeah, I heard something like that, like Mike Mamula fought him or something. Are you kidding know. me? I'm not kidding, man. I know that uh, Bai Sekahama fought, uh, what's his face? In the boxing match? Yeah, what's his name? Um, uh, the former Oakland A great. Oh, Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco. Remember the Tony no, Kornheiser? Yeah. When he said, uh, Bai Sekahama. 
Jose Canseco got beat by Vaiseka Hema. Vaiseka Hema. But Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal both are known for being a little bit different. A little bit different. A little bit They're different. They're whack. It's like this a guy on Saturday Night Live. It's like That's a story like, today. That's like Michael and David uh, winery over there puts out just a, just a little bit good wine. No, there are a lot. I saw this guy on Saturday Night Live who I've never heard of because I haven't watched Saturday Night Live <laughs> since the 80s. And there's a story today on uh, one of these Hollywood sites. Oh, this has been the shittiest year of my life. Oh, it's a disaster. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And there's some guy who was on Saturday Night Live on the ground, who man. I've never even heard of. And, I, and, and, and the story was, he's, ha- he's suffering from... Uh, some sort of disorder. I said, isn't that what all comics suffer from? Exactly. I mean, that's what makes comics great. The fact that they're not, they're not living a clean life. They're not normal people. They're, they're, they're messed up. Every comic that I've ever known has something wrong with them. And I'm not saying, you know, like they're going to die. I'm just saying that they're a little twisted. You have to be a little weird to do stand-up you comedy. You have to you tap do. into it. You yeah, have and to I tap forget into the exact weirdness. term that he used because I didn't even write that story down. Like I said, so nobody ever wanted to sit there and, and nobody ever paid to go see Sam Kinison talk like a normal human being. Exactly. Nobody ever did, man. So Everybody knew these guys were whack. But, right? But Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme both were kind of whack in the same way. Yeah, they're just everybody's but weird in a think, different I way. I don't think that that has to do anything but to do with martial arts. Yeah, they're both a and couple of dicks. Speaking of dicks, <laughs> we have a dick update. Let's go to your dick desk. Her name's not Richard. Her name is Miss Robin. Yay, me. Not Dick Cotite. Not Dick Formerly Dick. known as Rich. Previously Richie. Not Dick but Van- don't call him Dick. Not Dick Van Dyke. No. No. And I, I, I would like to think that I'm an expert. <laughs> like Dick Trickle. I would like to think I'm an expert on dicks, but I don't think so. Oh, that sound is lovely. Oh, right in the play. Oh, oh, Tony. That, we got that on camera. I would do it at 